Yes, we are back, damn it. I wasn't sure after the technical things on Beard Talk Live. Yes. You know, sometimes uh, <laughs> there can be too much beard at one time, and that causes a disturbance in the force of the space-time continuum in which we broadcast Beard Talk Live from. So, Was there, it too much beard or not enough beard? Because there was I, only I mean, two of you. Yeah, right? probably not enough. Probably they had not that enough balance, beard. You know? It could be that like we were unbalanced and tried to rebalance, and then okay. it just went too far the other way. It's entirely possible. But uh, this, right now, is Free Talk Live. Which also doesn't have enough beard. Or the, or just I mean, the right amount. I, I, I think we're good. Okay. We're okay. The yeah. amount of beard here is, is good. I mean, it's it's still two to one on the beard factor, unless you're going to start taking some you know some <laughs> drugs to allow you to grow. Well, there is a guest hair. beard. <laughs> there is a guest beard. But, but I really don't like it. No, and I, I would never ask you to wear it, unless you're on Beard Talk Live. Yeah, that's so. true. At any rate, uh, we are a live call-in radio program, and the telephone number, if you'd like to call us, is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it is myself, the authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will, joining me tonight. It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. And I'll just say, on the record, I might ask you to wear the beard. Okay. <laughs> However, I will totally respect your answer if you should decline the invitation. Okay. I have okay. worn the beard before, and I there know. is photographic evidence I, of I've, it. So. I've seen it, and it, it wasn't becoming. Nope. I thought it was great. Have you seen I, the- It was so funny, though. I was trying to take a picture of myself, and I couldn't stop <laughs> laughing to actually take the photo. And then it kept... It wouldn't stay in place because I was laughing, so it's like sliding all over my face. It was quite bad. How much? How much would it take? To, to get you to walk down the aisle with the beard on. <laughs> Probably not that much. Not that much? <laughs> Probably She's not. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm cheap. <laughs> Make an right. offer. I'm yeah. offering 50 bucks then. If, if I could get photographed. No, 50 bucks? More than that. More than, okay. No. Right. So now we got to take up a collection. So. Maybe we could. Have you set up a, a GoFundMe? No, I just uh, off the cuff right well, now. Well, you man. got a magic yeah. rectangle. I do. I'm sure some other people would love to see that, so you could probably get a few folks okay. together. I, have you guys, the chat room. Have you guys seen recently the... Uh, uh, somebody... Took a photo of Greta Thunberg and put a beard on her. And no, like, I didn't see that. Oh, it's hilarious. Mm. I laughed so hard when I, I mean, just, I, I don't know where it came from. I don't know what it's referring to. If it's a, you know, or if somebody was just having fun. Yeah. I mean, I used to put beards and mustaches and all sorts of people in like newspapers and magazines, yeah. stuff like that for fun and profit. But, you know, I just, it came across my feet. I'm like, ah, did you have the magnetic bald guy toy? Where like you could just it was magnets in there or like lead slivers hmm. and you just move it around and give them a hair and a beard whatever. I did not. Did not. Mm, okay. No, I, the way oh, you're, you're describing it makes me think about the game Operation. Okay. The little tweezers. Oh and yeah. It's right. This was not really a game though. It was just a toy. It was just like magnet particles, cardboard magnet particles like a plastic case, yeah. and you had a magnet pen. You could just move the things around. And it was just a bald this, dude with a bald face. It sounds familiar, but I can't quite picture it. Okay. Uh, I had several of these, you know. Uh, it was odd, a pre-electronics uh, toy, right? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I remember some weird toys. Uh, they had this weird thing called fashion plates, right? Okay. And this was a, a you know a physical uh, toy for kids, and the plates were mix and match like torsos and lower regions and like heads with hats, right? right. And it was all like 
women and like fashionable stuff. So they had the big hats, the little hats, right? The Mary Poppins looking hat, you know, and they had all different blouses and all different, they had skirts and pants and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you could mix and match and then you just put a piece of paper over it and you took a pencil, number two pencil, and you just sort of ran the oh, pencil back cool. and forth oh, yeah. and an image appeared of whatever yeah. the, the, right? So then they came up with the dude version of that, right? And it was like, instead of, uh, fashionable women. It was like monsters and, you know, like, you know, big hulking looking guys and cyclops and all that kind of stuff. Nice. And so it was the same kind of a thing. Uh, and so, you know, you just sort of create your own monster, put a piece of paper in there, sketch it, and be like, look what I did. And that was, yeah. What happened to all the art that I did that ended up in a mom's fridge? Probably in the trash. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Secret of being the adult. Rip. Just throw it away. I had uh, an yeah. art teacher, and I can't remember her name for the life of me, but uh, she taught me stipple. And stipple oh, is yes. where you just take a, a pen and you're kind of like a, a dot matrix printer. Mm-hmm. And you're like, dot, 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 dot. And like you create different shading by spacing out the dots or making them closer yeah. together. And uh, you don't start, you can start with like a like an outline, a template or something. But I did, and I was just drawing a picture uh, of a motorcycle, a Harley Davidson motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I was able to do it. And like I was so impressed. I'm like, <laughs> LRN.FM. Holy what? <laughs> Holy moly. God bless. Holy Happy dump. Sunday. <laughs> you know, it's not a Sunday until Captain At least Kick-Ass once a month. At least once a month. Goes so to far. direct battle with the FCC. Uh, yeah. To all our listeners out there who heard me say the bad word, I'm sorry and you're welcome. So I got bad advice, maybe bad advice. It was probably good advice at the time in college. <laughs> Because, I, you know, I, I went to the business school, and but you had to take an art class. I was like, well, I am interested in the ceramics, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. that sounded like fun. And my guidance counselor, whatever, you know, whoever was responsible for me, it, and I was like, that's not an easy A. I yeah. went, fine, I'll take drawing 101. Yeah. And I took drawing 101. Didn't get an A because I can't draw for diddly. But, you know, ceramics probably would have been more fun if I wasn't so focused on my grade point average and just yeah. focused on enjoying myself. Right. I mean, yeah. you could have possi- possibly got an A in ceramics if that's what you were interested in, you know, because for me, it's, sculpting might be harder to some people, but that's more my medium. I yeah. prefer to create 3D objects. Mm-hmm. I'm really not a good drawer, so I would probably not fail, but definitely not get what an about, A in drawing one. What about paper mache? Are you good at paper mache? Um, I haven't done paper mache since I was like in fifth grade, so I wouldn't. It's know. an underrated medium. I yeah, recommend it. it. Yeah. Uh, the That's reason why I, I said it was bad advice. The rest of yeah. the uh, the stipple story was just to say that I did this drawing. I got an A. The teacher was like all about. It. She was celebrating the fact. Holy that, like, moly! Yeah, she. Okay. <laughs> Holy schnakies! <laughs> <laughs> if your name was Mister Schmidt, you would have rhymed. Uh, but at any rate, I, I just I gave it to her. I'm like, look, you taught me how to do this. Here, nice. have this. And she was oh, like, nice. no, right? Like genuine. Like it wasn't like, oh, great, another student yeah. gave me a crappy, you know, sketch that I'm gonna hate and burn in the trash later on, right? You know, at least so it seemed anyway. So later, joint when she get back to her place, relax. I don't remember if she was attractive or not. No, I mean, what does that have to do with it? Oh. Just talking you know, about it. Like, why are you making it weird? Because yeah. <laughs> it's Sunday. Hello? Just talking about an art teacher smoking weed at home to relax. That's all. At any rate, <laughs> <laughs> insert segue here. Captain's log start segue, eight. Parking only. Captain's log start eight zero three zero five two zero two three. I think that's all the business to get out of the way.
Right? Okay. Thanks. Yeah, so. we already introduced ourselves. Uh, did we? We did. Yeah. Let's start. Are we, are we back yet? Where did, this remains we to be seen. Yeah. Okay. Cool. If only there was a way, a, a thing that we could do, sort of repeatedly, but well, like try and change it up to make it not tonight. so boring all of the time. Yeah. That we could let people know, or even ask people if we were or were not. It's back. also been a few weeks since the normal Sunday crew has gathered. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Hey, wait, no. Wait, what was last week? Was it? Pecos? I wasn't here. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. It was. And the week prior was my natural my beards, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, we really are back. We're back. Except for we're back and we're back. Yeah. We're back back. Are we back back and back? Back to back. Back to back. We're backs. Uh, This from, there's no segue for this. This from Activist Post. Entire police department goes rogue, kidnaps K-9, steals evidence, sabotages every cruiser, and then quits. Love to hear it. (laughs) I think I love to hear it. Like. Yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on yeah. here, but it sounds I, good. It, it, it sounds like cops doing something good. I, yeah. I don't know how to Or feel at about least it. something interesting. I, I hope that I'm torn a little bit. I hope that there's a good outcome here. Uh, well, they destroyed all the police cruisers and the evidence. Well, so they quit. Thumbs up for them. They quit. So. Yeah. <laughs> this to is, join the FBI. Oh. Uh, this dang is, it. <laughs> a headline that I'll admit every time I read it, I'm like, damn. <laughs> I've More, read it four please. or five times already. And, uh, yeah. I want to know the reason why. They, I mean, we're get, we'll get into it maybe. I don't know if the motive is in there. Right. But if it's because of, you know, the, the defund the police movement and this is their, like, retaliation against huh. the taxpayers or mm. something, then it kind of, yeah. Right. You would think that that would be what it is. Well, it could be. It's Or not, at least one of the, uh, like, maybe top five options. Yeah, sure. Right? Well, yeah. Something like that. Um, I The only thing I can think of, or like what would be nice in, in Captain's fantasy land in his head, was for the, the police to have been listening to, I don't know, Free Talk Live, for example, and been yeah. like, hey, you know what? What we do really is coercion and violence, and we should let our community deal with all these things voluntarily and cooperatively on an individual basis, and I bet you they'll be just fine. Hopefully they booby-trap the police station, too. <laughs> A follow-up article two weeks later with Internal Affairs Investigates. Every time it's brought up, I just have to remind people that booby trap backwards is party boob. Okay. Mm. Thank you for the the reminder. Yep. Yep. Got the mnemonics going on. Or the reverse mnemonics. I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's not a palindrome. Palindrome, same thing backwards as it is forwards. Like mom and wow. A nonodrome. A nonodrome? It's just backwards. Huh. It's nothing backwards. It is, it is backwards. <laughs> it is backwards. <laughs> uh, Homerville, Georgia is where this uh, police force had some sort of... I, I mean, like, th- here's the other thing I was thinking when I first read it. I'm like, did they go on like a coked up spree, right? Did they like bust somebody with some really good stuff and were like, woohoo, yeah! You know, they just we're going to go see cocaine bear you know, after work. Had too right. much tequila and like did a bunch of lines in the police station and were just sort of, you know, firing rounds into the ceiling. and you know, that kind of thing. Are you familiar with the desk pop? Uh, the desk pop? Oh, have you seen the other guys, the movie? No. They convince him to do a desk pop, which is after his first like big case, whatever. Desk Bob? Pop, pop, pop. Okay, all right. You so shoot you your desk? Shoot your, yeah, you fire around off into your desk. It's called the desk pop. What? Why would you do that? Because it's funny in a movie, man. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, sure. Maybe they were doing that, but no, no, it, that none of that is why okay. this occurred. Lame. <laughs> this month, without warning, the taxpayers, uh, tax victims, 
of Homerville found out that the police department they have been paying for, quote, protection, unquote, no longer wished to serve them. <laughs> As if they were serving them. Right. You should be rejoicing because they no longer want to tyrannize you yep. like road tyrants. The entire department, including staff and every single officer on the force, turned in their resignation letters and abandoned their wow. positions. Every single person? Every single That's officer, awesome. including staff, the entire department. Even the receptionist was like, screw this. I'm out of here. She was like, F this. I'm out. Yep. The move caught the entire town by surprise. Really? Oh, you don't say. <laughs> I would have never guessed that anyone was surprised by this. Right before the day of the parade. What <laughs> will we celebrate? And, all right, here we go, revealing detail. All right. And it comes after its former police chief, Deeran Mac Drury, was fired after being charged. So their police chief got charged with some stuff. Okay. I had to pause there for the right word. Yeah. Appreciate it this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, One and, dump per show. And as a, I mean. We're going to have to kick you. All right. Get out of here. Sometimes the Every, captain. Everybody move one seat to the right. It's The captain is not beyond multiple dumps per show. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, you can take that out of context for, a, a, you know, a, what do you call it? The digest version later. <laughs> I love that we just give Riley prompts for the digest now. Right. And Mark. Right, because we can't like actually mark the physical file. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, we yeah. got to make an audio book yeah. for it, right? At any rate, uh, oh, and what's his... And he doesn't uh, read his emails. What's what's his uh, site to donate to him? Do you remember? Oh, I have head? no idea. Oh, okay. We'll figure it out later. We'll post okay. a link to it because, you know, he works by donation only. And if you enjoy his work, folks should donate to him. Uh, at any rate, the move caught the entire town by surprise and comes after its former police chief was fired after being charged. Uh, Drury, the police chief, aged 40, don't know why that's important, turned himself in last week and now faces charges of violation of oath of office Hmm. with theft by taking, possession of marijuana, (gasps) and false statements and writings. I mean, I... like that could Sounds mean like anything. Police work. That right. still doesn't even yeah. tell me what he did. Right. All of those charges. So, uh, it's, and who brought these charges? Who brings charges against the chief? The police. Internal affairs. The FBI. sheriff. The town council. Who knows? I, I don't say. himself apparently because he turned himself in. Well, he did, but the charges were filed, so I'm assuming they were filed, and then he turned himself in. Oh, it's okay. Usually, someone catches wind of it, right? And then you have to go to the feds. Either that, or he just had a guilty conscience, and he walked into work one day and went, "Hey, guys, arrest me." Yep. A, a Somehow cop I with doubt a guilty it. Like, that doesn't seem yeah. likely. No. Uh, at any rate, GBI, which I can only assume is the uh, Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Uh, gave a few details, or gave very few details on the violation of oath of office. Other Closing than ranks, other than there was quote improper evidence handling unquote. According yeah, the to the marijuana he smoked. Yeah, according to WALB. Nevertheless, the officers in the department did not agree with the charges. You don't. Say They're it. like, hey, we're doing that too. Hey, you can't get rid of our gang leader without a fight. Right, or or perhaps without this particular police chief, whatever sort of uh, off the books, yeah. uh, you know, thing they were engaged in yep. has now dried up. They're no longer to able to yeah. deal the drugs the way they were before, or something. Right? There's, there, I, I get a feeling that there's something else going on here. I don't know what it is. Do they all have matching tattoos? I don't know. Uh, not only did they all quit in a synchronized temper tantrum. 
Wow. Which, by the way, if you're a young band looking for a name, Synchronized Temper Tantrum. Yeah, I love that. You know, might be a good band name. I'm just saying. Only if, only if you have co-lead singers. I always wanted to be in a band uh, called uh, Oscillator. Okay. And every band on stage, like the drummer had his own like circle platform, and then the guitar player had his own, and the bass player had his own, the singer had his own, and they all oscillated back and <laughs> forth at different like intervals or even different speeds, whatever okay. everybody was comfortable with. And then uh, they were all on a big circle themselves, which also meta-oscillated back wow. and forth the entire time. I would time. think that would make them dizzy. I mean, whatever. <laughs> right? Show must go on. <laughs> You've just created next year's halftime show for the big game. Be way better than this year's. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Yeah. That's right. That's how good it was. You didn't watch it. If it was good, you'd have seen it. Maybe. At any rate, uh, not only did they all quit in a synchronized temper tantrum, but they did their best to leave the department in ruins on their way out, including committing crimes. No. Whoa. No, wait. Cops committing crimes? Kidnapping the canine unit. Again, the town is surprised. <laughs> Shocked. Shocked. Shocked, I tell you. Shocked. Appalled. I'm appalled. You were supposed to protect me. On Saturday, James Herndon was appointed interim Homerville police chief, and he inherited a veritable word I said earlier show. <laughs> Starting with an S, ending with an IT. Free Talk Live. <laughs> <laughs> The crimes committed by the officers on their way out left the department in shambles and may lead to its permanent closure. Yay! Where did they find that interim guy? Yeah, right. And why? Right. Well, <laughs> what's the well, point? But also, you know, if cops are going to do bad things, right? If they want to keep that department closed, right? You go after interim guy. And be like, hey, dude, now you're breaking ranks. Hmm? And even though we don't work here anymore, we're going to make sure nobody works here anymore. Nobody does need a job. Okay. Officer nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and he could probably do this remotely. Just looks like spit. Nobody, if you're listening, we got a job for you. At any rate, they locked the keys in the cars. They turned the keys halfway on, the radios on, and made the batteries go dead in all of the cars. That oh, is the- way less cool than I thought it was going to be. I thought they were going to be like, they blew up the cop cars and spray painted them and smashed the windows. No, they just ran the batteries dead. That would have been cooler. Yeah. yeah. Oh, unlocked the they keys. didn't slash the any tires or anything. And and that's the end of the paragraph. There's no more information whatsoever. Lame. You guys are making assumptions. Oh. Yes. However, it's not nearly as cool as you guys described. I wish that yeah. I could just read and tell you that, yeah, there was spray you paint know, like and like explosion, you know, them walking away with the explosion behind them. Right. Yeah. The like, uh, that's what I want to see. Office space. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like if they turn the radio up, right. And the batteries, the dead, you, don't even, you don't even get the cool, like exact- blowing out the eardrums when they turn the radio, when they turn the car back on because the battery's yeah. dead. So this it's guy, this is yeah. the interim guy talking, right? So the interim guy says they locked the keys in the car, they turned Still them all childish. halfway on, they turned up the radios and made all the batteries go dead because nobody, you know, went to undo that. They broke into my office and stole the evidence room keys that I have yet to locate. His office? Was it his office when they broke in? Well, that's... Uh, I mean, he's interim, well, he's interim guy. I'm thinking they broke into the chief of police's police okay. office, but... So was he was he interim? And this guy's now saying they broke into because he's the interim chief of police. Now it's right. his office. Well, right? but I mean that's what that's what I'm trying to get at. Was he was he in, in, instituted as interim chief after the other chief got arrested and then they're protesting against it? 
Uh, or was he instituted after everybody quit and he's now got an empty department? Because they broke into the huh, office yeah. prior yeah. to it becoming his. Right. Yeah. Well, they stole the evidence uh, keys that he has yet to locate. They took the drug dog. There's apparently a, a canine drug dog uh, that, that they took. Oh, man. And I believe police uh, regard that dog as property. Okay. Uh, they uh, uh, says, unfortunately, for where I, from where I sit, that's theft by conversion, and that's a felony. So he's like, I'm wanting to bring the hammer down on these guys. Can someone with artistic talent give me a painting of, like, dogs doing drugs instead of dogs playing poker? <laughs> you got, like, the acid dog. You got the yeah. coke dog. You got the weed yeah. dog. You got the booze dog. Right? Something like that. I'm sure that already exists. Does it? All right. Yeah, we should look into that. Okay. If only there were a magic rectangular device with which we could search these things out. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to find the painting Portrait of dogs, of do- dogs, dogs doing, doing drugs. drugs. <laughs> Painting. You know, uh, I'm told that if you can think of it, there's porn for it. So hmm. if I don't know you if can I think of it, porn. there's probably art for it. Right? Okay. I don't know. That's what they say anyway. Okay. I didn't even go looking for that little joke I told you last night. Or Didn't whatever. you get your monthly they email newsletter? They email newsletter? From they, yeah. No. Oh, okay. It's got all the things that they say in it. Okay. All right. <laughs> things they say. It's like a brilliant idea. I should start this, right? Or if you and listener land want to start it, because I'll probably never get around to it, and I'll never think of this idea after you know thirty. So I got to register right away. Like get the domain, and then when you see the domain renewal three years later, go, oh, I've been paying for that. (laughs) Right. Oh, I forgot. (laughs) Then I'll probably do something with it. I'll go ahead and pay. Okay. Uh, He says I would make a recommendation if it's worth salvaging money wise and what's best for the community and hire new officers, or we just shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. Yes. But either way, that's a decision for the council. So now he's deflecting, right, the the decision to the council. What would become of him if they shut it down? He would lose all his power and authority. Would he get moved to another location? He would lose his authority. Surprising he would would suggest that. 603-283-6160. Does this story about a police department going road, kidnapping a canine, stealing evidence, sabotaging every cruiser, and then quitting make you happy? Does it make you sad? Would you like to talk about it? Give us a call. It's Free Talk Live. late i was late i you disappointing I, I was keeping a different time signature than you yeah I i'm just so. appointed but you can five be six seven eight one two three four five six seven eight <laughs> i've been uh you're the band and the yep. backup dancers i've been working uh i keep forgetting to mention this whenever i'm on the air but i am putting out a three song ep right i'm just releasing three songs it's called an EP because back in the day you used to like press CDs or records or tapes and people are like, what are those now? So at any rate. It's I'm, not an LP. It's an EP. It's an EP. It's, it's an extended play, not a long play. And you would think that the extended play would be longer than the long play, but, but no, it's, it's the other way around. It's kind of like ordering an extra small. Yeah. It's like longer than yeah. a single. Extra large is bigger than large, but extra small is smaller than small. Because so, it's extra small. Right. Yeah. Whereas extra medium doesn't change at all. Yeah. It can only go up. It's just more of the same. Right, yeah. If you had more toppings, it might be extra medium, right?
right? What if the ex- what if an extra medium T-shirt just was longer so you could tuck it in better? Ah, uh, wouldn't that be a long medium? It would, yeah. Although technically it would have extra compared to the medium. It would be an extra medium. And yeah. so it, it already is effectually extra medium. It's just not nomenclature right. wise that it's not officially. Extra well, it medium. is now. I Could said be. it. Yeah. Yes. If you order an extra medium, it's just longer so you can tuck it in better. Uh, the phone number, if you want to join us, and we'll get to your calls in just a second, is 603 283 6160. Again, 613 613- Six one six zero three two eight three six one six zero. I'm releasing the three song EP July fourth officially. If you are at Pork Fest or Fork Fest, which I will be at, uh, come and find me and we can work it out. I, I are you going to be performing it live at one of those? N- no, it, no, these these are uh, recordings that I'm releasing. Uh, it's the Captain Kickass solo project. It would be impossible for me to play this thing live. Oh come on, one man bandit. Like a Bob Dylan. Got the harmonica and the drums uh, and the guitar. It's a, it's a, a little, bit, little bit different than that. Get a loop okay. pedal, Captain. It's a little more it's a little more yelly. Oh, a little more okay. heavy. Right. It is metal. So no harmonica? I don't it's not speed metal, but it is heavy metal okay. for sure. I like my metal with harmonicas and banjos. Yeah, I don't know what that says on. about me. At any rate, uh, you and know no metal shirt for Nikki. I'll have more information nope. on that later. If you want to hear any of the stuff I've already done, go visit CaptainKickass.com. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. Let's go to the phones. We've got Ricky in PA. Ricky, you're on Free Talk that's Live. Ricky for the, that's Ricky from the Confederate Commonwealth, Pennsylvania there, Captain. The Confederate Commonwealth. Are, are the commoners wealthy? No. No, it's a communist. <laughs> are the communists wealthy? It's wealth in common. Wealth in commune? Well, we, it's a common I don't think we got too many commune. We probably got some, but I don't think too many here. Like, what does the word commonwealth really mean, anyway? Communism. Oh, that refers to the people and the land within. Being held in common. So, so you, it's like, it's like a bunch of people going in on a business that's common to, to them, and they all are trying to get wealthy. It's an independent well, it country also, or community. It, it, it refers to it refers to that directly. But also it refers to the the relationship between the people and the government uh, in the sense of uh, the process, the way that things are done between the people and the government when it comes to making laws and uh, stuff like that. They make the laws, you follow the laws. Striving for better democracy, you know. Is that actually happening, though? Yeah, I was going to say, shouldn't oh, it be? Yeah. I mean, it happens. It's not it, happening it, in the it, Commonwealth of Massachusetts, I can tell you that much. Wouldn't, well, we, well in name I, only. I talked to this with Brother Ian in the past and Jay, and, and we covered that on July 23rd, what happened with Massachusetts, as an example. Do you know which so hour? anybody wants to hear it, can look at that on February 23rd. Which hour of you July know? 23rd did you cover it on, first, second, or third? Huh? Which hour of the show did you cover it on? It was in the beginning. It was like, I believe, in the first hour. In the beginning, there was Ricky talking to Brother Ian about the Commonwealth. Isn't like, and Brother Jay. And Brother Jay. Isn't, isn't what you're talking about, though, pretty uncommon? And shouldn't the proper terminology be the uncommonwealth? Probably, and it is pretty uncommon. The only reason why it is uncommon is Pennsylvania was, it was able to hold on to it for 250 years. The Massachusetts didn't. You know, They used to be just our sister. Okay. So that why is it the Confederate Commonwealth? Well, because this is, you know, 
The captain is the captain, so I can be Ricky from the Confederate Commonwealth. I can live my fantasy tonight. Okay. All right. And it will hold it against I don't know how I feel about being in Ricky from Pennsylvania's fantasy, but yeah, go ahead anyway. You're well, probably, it's probably more Nikki than either right, of us. Right, yeah, go ahead. You probably called for not this reason. No, no, it just came up. But it's pretty cool. But what it came up with, I was thinking, the captain was talking about a while back about himself and carbonated beverages. So that got me thinking about myself. Okay. Uh, I grew up on Coca-Cola. Did you, though? Right did you grow up, Ricky? I grew up real young. I was a weird <laughs> kid there. All right. Coca-Cola was your beverage. Got you. Yeah, and I had it the right way. That's in a glass Coke bottle with, with Coke syrup, oh. sugar, carbonated water. Those yep. were the main components with a bottle cap. Yep. But then it all went away at one point there, Captain. Sure. That was not a pleasant time for me. <laughs> Long came new Coke. <laughs> oh, you know? God, yeah. <laughs> Things would never be the same again. You know, if somebody, I for a while didn't drink Coke at all. I think, I think history has revealed that uh, anytime you add the word new in front of an existing thing, it's going to fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like New Hampshire. Much- Jesus. Well, no. Oh. <laughs> well, I, uh, well, you got the new New weird. Hampshire. That's okay. kind of good. Well, you got the new New Hampshire, so that's pretty good. The new you know? New Hampshire, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, and it got worse than that. I mean, because bad went to worse because it, it could have been worse, though. I could have been stuck with new Coke, but then they came out with classic Coke. And what happened is you have the damn corn syrup. Yep. That's not the same. Ian. Oh, That's I remember not all that. Sugar. And it sure as hell in the bottle with a bottle cap. I mean, it's hard to get anything without corn syrup nowadays. It's in peanut butter. It's in jelly. I I, I don't eat corn syrup, so I have to yeah. go very far out of my it way. Is, yeah, it's to in get, everything. Yeah, it's in everything. It's crazy. I think this might and be you know, a Mandela you know, effect experience down, for me. And you know what it comes down to the reality of the situation? Coca-Cola would love to do it the old way. But they can't. We'll put cocaine in it? Yeah, they would. Yeehaw! They would love to, but they can't. And here's why. In other parts of the world, they can, but they can't here. Because what they would do is they would immediately wipe out the sugar supply completely. And then on top of that... I don't know about that. Wait, is that why the Mexican Coca-Cola is so good? Yeah. Is it the cane sugar or is it the cocaine? It's the cane cane sugar. They don't put the cocaine sugar. I've had that stuff. And the problem with that is they use mostly sugar but here's the problem they use that damn stevia crap that is not sugar and you can taste it in there it just ruins it. do they though when oh yeah there are other parts of the world where they use it the old-fashioned way but one thing interesting that happened to me this was around say i think it was around 2013 okay what it was is i went to my local supermarket which is part of a larger chain and it just was there it was in a regular Coke bottle with a bottle cap. It just said Coke on it, no Mexican crap. And it was, get this, and I wanted this before I died. Real sugar, Coke syrup, carbonated water, and a bottle with a bottle cap. And it costs as much as a bottle of Coca-Cola, wow. no less. You know, what I, you know what I think happened? They were just testing it to see if there was interest. Yeah, they was will there? do that. Yeah, there was. There was. It flew it right out the door. But like, and you know but, what? But it going back happened. to the to the new part, you never hear anybody doing like you know like a beer company, New Bud Light. They never name their product this, yeah. right? Right. Thro- throwing wow. the name the the word new in front of a product, I think, is uh, universally recognized as a bad idea. So the Mandela effect for me is, I swear, mm-hmm. as a child, right, I was able to consume a can. Of Coke 3. 
they were like test mode well, I remember or something. Code two, that's part of the game there, brother. I know, after, and that's why yeah, that's why specifically. Code. But I can't and find you've it. Checked this out? I have you've, checked. You've searched. I've searched. But I, I went just because another Co- one of those things because Coke, Coke two was two, a I thing, bet, so right? And I went well, that. Coke Coke three, yeah. You know, but I yeah, in the Matrix, but you had, but you right? Coke two, and you know what that was? I remember that because I'm like a jackass. I go in there and I say, "Oh, it's just Coke two. This is interesting." I get it, bought a two deal. I get it home. I crack it open. I take one sip. I said, "This is new Coke. Mm, they yeah. won't give it up. They won't say die on this." Well, I they kept trying away. to reformulate it to make it sweeter, like Pepsi. Because was, Pepsi was, was winning crap. all the taste tests. You're crap. <laughs> yeah, you remember the taste test, Pepsi. the blind taste test. Yeah. They'd show up at corners and be like, hey, here, try this. And which one? Well, Pepsi just had more sugar in it. Well, and that that's and less what, carbonation. That's what skewed the taste test, though. Like, people enjoyed the sweetness more of Pepsi, but they only but let it them take a sip. They like let them taste the whole can. Cola. There was nothing special about Pepsi. It was tasted like any generic cola. Nothing special. Oh, I couldn't even take, words. I couldn't. Tell the difference between a Coke and a Pepsi. I'm a Pepsi guy. Oh, no, I, oh my, my. I can. I, I prefer one over the other. But when I was drinking those types of things, if you mm. just handed me one or the other, I was like, sure, whatever. It's fine. You know. I'm thrilled yeah, when I go into a restaurant and they have Pepsi that. products instead of Coke products. Maybe I've I just don't care. Rambled. Maybe that's why I can't tell, just because it's like, mm. People align if, with brands, though. If only the, the listeners could mm. see the look that I'm well, giving. Well, I'll tell you, in my, in my case, Captain, <laughs> I've only had Pepsi in my mouth twice. Once when I was real little. How did Pepsi feel like, about that? <laughs> and then, the, well, it was. And then the second time was recently. I got a bottle from the pizza guy, a soda, and they gave me the wrong stuff. And I crack it open. I took a sip, and I'm like, oh, this is Pepsi. And then, of course, I went to give my landlord because I drank out, and she threw it away. So. <laughs> hey, that was the end of my Pepsi experience, you know? Hey, Ricky, thank you for the call tonight. I'm was, glad you went there because I was trying to find a way to get there, and you got there first. R- Ricky from PA, a man who once shot that, a man for snoring too loud. The Commonwealth of PA. <laughs> the oh, Confederate yeah, Commonwealth. The con- yeah, the Confederate. <laughs> so I, now I, we should ask him, what's the difference between a Commonwealth and a Confederate Commonwealth? Yeah. He just made it up. He said it's part of his fantasy. Live in the Confederate Congress. Oh, right, yeah. He did say that. He did. He did. I recall. I'm, I'm still disturbed that I'm involved in any way in his fantasy, but, you know, okay, whatever. I was not mentioned. It's his fantasy, so whatever. You don't have to be mentioned. <laughs> Goes without saying. I just, I could have gone without knowing that. What's that? You listen to Free Talk Live? <laughs> Where were we? Were we somewhere? Were we talking about these cops who quit? Good cops or bad cops? <laughs> right, you be the judge, right? <laughs> <laughs> Entire police department goes rogue. We haven't even gotten to the kidnaps the dog part. Steals the evidence. Uh, maybe we did get to the dog part. Steals evidence, sabotages every cruiser, and then quits. Uh, <laughs> this is just, like, I'm just... Like, I want to be happy about this, but, like, I'm, I'm afraid that, like, it's a misleading headline. Yeah. Yeah. got you at the end. Uh, conversely, Clinch County Sheriff Stephen Tinsley said he supports the police officers who quit. So, like, is this As a case? We. Is this a case of them like being loyal? You know what I mean? Like the rest of the the employees, they're like, yeah. "Oh, you fired this police chief for wrong, you know, things," and so in protest, we all just we quit. We're done. Yeah, I think there were a lot of shenanigans going on. Shenanigans. And I think they're probably pissed off that they can't uh, do, like, steal drugs and whatever else they were doing anymore. Nikki calls shenanigans, everybody. Yep. It was probably I a do. rogue department, right? 
led yeah. by this gang leader. Yeah. <laughs> While the town struggles to fill positions to uh, fill positions of their police force or decides whether or not they will shut down, hopefully they decide to shut down. It Even is up Im- to the town council. It is important to point out that people aren't going around breaking the law without the cops there to stop them, thus highlighting the revenue collection mission of the organization known as police. And Well, now that you advertise it, criminals are going to migrate over there and start breaking stuff. Are they, are though? they though? Yeah. I don't know. Probably not. You know, like, I mean, there's some towns in New Hampshire and other states where there's no cops, and it's... And it's fine. Yeah. You know, I don't know what kind of an area... Oh, where is this? Yeah, Homerville, well, Georgia is. Okay. Sounds Homerville sounds like a small town, maybe. Sounds like they got guns out there. Yeah, I, if only there were a way I could look up information about Homerville on a magic rectangle hmm. device. You that could be arranged. Uh, because, you know, if it's a small town, space between people equals more peace, generally speaking. Yes. And, and if you're talking about a whole department of like four officers. It right, sounded like... Yeah, they don't say the so, actual number. Its population is 2,456 at the 2010 census. Very small town. So, yeah. Gonna have to guess not very much crime, One tenth the know. size of Keene. Right, Keene's like, what, 28 or something like that? If the area no you clue. live doesn't have an escalator, that's a small town. Yeah. They probably have a combination post office slash grocery market. And or I mean market. Or right? general delivery. Or general store, yeah, they probably probably do. Uh, at any rate, the what were we saying? Uh, while the town struggles to fill the positions, correct. Uh, nobody's going around breaking laws without the cops there to stop them, thus highlighting the revenue collection mission of police. Quote: I feel safe. The only thing, nothing going to happen because we don't really have no police because they weren't really doing nothing. No way. An anonymous resident said. Quote now, unquote. Okay. Yeah. From Georgia, now, clearly. Yeah, let, let me uh, let me let me see if I can do Georgia. I don't know if that's Georgia or not, but tonight it's, it is. It's probably sort of Alabama. I feel safe. Only thing, nothing gonna happen because we ain't really have no police because they weren't really doing nothing. No way. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I understand what he was trying to say. If you're from yeah, Georgia, I'm picking up what you're putting down. If you're from Georgia <laughs> and you would like to read this. Uh, live six zero three two eight three six one six zero. I love how they did the direct quote. They didn't like try to paraphrase. They did a really good job, like putting the commas in, yeah. you know, so that when you read through it, you could have yeah. the twang. Give yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's an art, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you you go to read something, and whoever wrote it had no, you know, it's a long sentence, a run on sentence, and they had no clue about like how long a breath <laughs> a guy can hold while reading yeah. a thing. Yeah. At any rate. Nothing going to happen. Well, which also highlights they they were probably doing illicit things. Yeah, they weren't the doing nothing. No way. Yeah, if the citizens are like, yeah, they weren't doing anything. Screw these guys. We I, were paying them, and they were just stealing. Uh, the article continues. Why wear a badge? There's another quote uh, from a resident, Frankie Swinson. Why wear a badge when you know you're not going to do the right thing for your city or country or whatsoever? Well, yeah, that's paid. the whole point. Yeah. Everything is going slow and steady, but once we get the right person in the seat, I feel like everything will be better, way better, he oh, continues. Oh, man. Yeah. Poor like, guy. Well, contradict yourself, bro. I mean- <laughs> Doesn't there, get it yet. There are so many police departments I know of that are corrupt, you know? How do you know? Because I've seen it with my own eyes. Go out in first-hand accounts. 
And it's pretty common. It's it's very common where cops will confiscate drugs, guns, yeah. whatever, and they keep it. You know, it's it's their word against whoever's. Right. You know, when they show those photos, these police departments, they show photos on their social yeah, media accounts. Front, they're like yep. an ounce of weed. They, and they put it on the table. It. It's all staged, really. You know, yeah. so it looks like the maximum amount yeah. it could possibly be. Right. If if they got like a marijuana plant, it's the whole plant, not just like the buds yeah. off of it, the valuable part. Right. Uh, displayed and that kind of a thing. Now, I imagine that for every one of those photos that these police departments display, where they're like, look at the haul we took in from our most recent bust, that that's probably a photo of at least 25% of the haul missing. Oh, probably. Okay. At least. You know, at Minimum. least. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Look at these 500, no, sorry, 50 pounds of drugs that we confiscated. Right? You know what restores my faith in humanity, though? I'll Sometimes the police department's Facebook pages will pop up on my uh, timeline. Okay. And I, I love looking at the comments of people just busting their balls and making fun of them. Like, yes. are you, seriously, you should be embarrassed by this. You should. You like, should. you just stole some weed from, like, a 16-year-old kid yeah. who was selling pot. Yeah. At the same time, you know? at the same time, per the show last night with the dude with the license or missing license or whatever. Oh, yeah, right. Right. You see, you see that, not that article, but posts like that on Reddit, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, the picture of the license plate. And all the comments are, look at this idiot thinking he can get away without paying yeah. his taxes and his fair share like the rest of us. Yeah. He thinks he's above the law and doesn't have to. I'm like, yes, there's usually a you solid, should too. There's usually a solid mix of those. Like, there's the believers who are like, oh, thanks for keeping us safe, yeah. boys. The, Love a man in uniform. The irony is that they're actually acting in a free way and they're trying to free you as well. Right. Yeah. Like that's that's sort of the they irony about that free. guy, right? They're like, uh, doing everything I can possibly can, I can possibly can, doing everything I possibly can to be and live as free as possible. Like, I respect that. Whatever your method is, right? If you're, you know, we talk about this, this always comes up to me as I think about the sovereign citizen movement, because that's when I first heard about these, like, license plates that, like, you don't have to have, or, like, you can kind of make your own that says a bunch of stuff, you know, right. and sort of, you know, does a legal thing in front of any action that you have with police. And, but also like you're exercising your right. Yeah. Right. You're only going to have as many rights as you exercise. So, or that you can defend. Well, why do we need license plates? We don't. You don't. Exactly. So it's, it's, and I'll bring up some of these concepts to all, you know, normal people for lack of a better word, status. Muggles. And typically I, I find people understand it. But they've just never been, we're just so used to this. This is just how our society has been operating our entire lives. But typically when you bring up some of these concepts to people, they start to understand because it's, it's blatantly obvious that it doesn't make sense. Why do I need to pay to get my car registered? And why does it matter to the state if my car is inspected? There's no use that a license plate serves uh, outside of revenue and ease of identification, privacy violation. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, there's nothing, there's no use for a license plate number that your VIN number doesn't also serve. Exactly. As far as like the bureaucracy is concerned or as far as even free market stuff is concerned. You only need one identifying number to know that, oh, this vehicle now belongs to Richie Rich because he right. bought it from Nikki yeah. or whatever. And, and if you were concerned about your car being stolen and being unable to be identified... Put something else on there that distinguishes it from all others. Right. I mean, and it used to be car manufacturers manufactured like 
great looking cars. Now they're all yeah, this, yeah, this like true. homogenous crap. Because they also, have to be because of all the regulations. Exactly. I know. You know? I know. They've completely destroyed. They've, they've taken the artful yeah. gaudiness out it's of terrible. cars, man. Terrible. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a crying shame. That's what it is. You almost missed my portmanteau. Oh, what was I it? said terrible. It was actually an accident, but P- I kind of liked and it. Terrible. Uh, uh, ter- uh, what was the other? T- yeah, terrible and terrible. Terrific and terrible. No, not terrific. No, uh, horrific and terrible. Yeah, terrible. Like Pitiful is the only thing that comes to my, my mind. Right, well, I'm trying to help her out here, man. Mm. Terrible is good. I like it. She already forgot no. the two words she was but, trying to say but, in three seconds. Yeah. No, because it was I a mistake. Like I don't it. think I was saying two words. <laughs> half but it manto. sounded good, though. <laughs> Terrible. Half manto. <laughs> uh, all right. The article continues. Seems like many of these residents get the fact that the idea the police protect you is a misconception, as they will seldom prevent violence. Oh, really? You don't say. No way. They will seldom prevent violence. They are the violence. And what do you in, mean? In most cases, violence. they are the violence. <laughs> they are the violence inherent in the system. Yeah. It, you know, if there were like honesty in police forces, like you'd have a bunch of like, you know, the sort of like musically talented police getting together, like writing a song and, so, you know, all singing along the lyrics, sort of like a we are the world kind of thing. But like, we are the violence, right? Sure. If there were truth in advertising. Yeah. And if they could sing. And yeah, if they could sing. At any rate, they normally show up after the violence or crime has already been committed, and then they try to find a culprit, or maybe they don't. Pin it on the black dude. This is Georgia, right? It is Georgia. Okay, pin it on the black dude. The average response time, this might be redundant for some of our listeners, but it's a great recap. The average response time to a 911 call is 10 minutes nationwide. That's average. Oh, so I'm already dead in that time? Yeah. For poor areas, that is, if you know, area you live in isn't wealthy, that that's what time quadruples. Yeah. Okay. So it's forty minutes average in a poor area. Way to way to protect and serve, guys. That's oh, I see, mean, that's almost preferable. But because that means the cops aren't in the neighborhood well, doing cop things. In some city areas, I had a friend who called the police because somebody like chased her down the street with a knife. And so she was like, That's I don't not fun. Yeah. So she's terrified. He's like banging on the door trying to go in there and murder her or whatever. So she was terrified and was like, I don't really want to call the cops, but what option do I have, you know, in this society? Right. You know how our world is set up right yeah, now. She doesn't have a so, gun. Shoot through the no, door. No, not in Massachusetts. Oh. So she called the police and like 15, 20 minutes later, they de- never came. And then she called again. They were like, oh, do you want us to still send somebody? I'm still like, alive. And he's still banging on the door. No. That's the police version of, thank you for holding. Yeah. An officer will be with you in 37 minutes. 603-283-6160. We'll talk more about this police department that quit, as well as a man who ran with a liver. Coming up, it's Free Talk Live. Share the mic. Like that. Yeah. We will 
the talk show. Talk show. Uh, hello. Hello. Oh, wait. No, I only say that when I'm answering the phone. 603-283-6160. Ahoy, hoy. That's the telephone number, speaking of telephones and calling, uh, to the studio where we are right now. Who who be we? Well, we be the Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass. Joining me. It's Nikki. And Rich Rich. That's who we be. Uh, and we be us. We can only be what we are. And, and we once we're not ourselves, then... I don't know, something. Then we're somebody else. Then we're somebody else. Thank you. <laughs> Reincarnation. skills. Yeah. Reincarnations. What were we talking about? We were wrapping up the bad cop, good cop story. Oh, yeah. All right, so we were talking about this article where an entire police department quits. Uh, they go rogue, whatever that means. Rogue. They kidnap the dog, the canine, the drug dog. They steal evidence. I haven't. They didn't any mention any evidence stealing. They mentioned that they stole the keys to the evidence locker. I just assumed they took drugs. Assumably, they, well, I mean, right? I assume everybody takes drugs. Well, oh, yeah, you mean but like took stole drugs, drugs, drugs office, not yeah. not consumed. Well, sorry. they were definitely taking drugs, <laughs> but they were also stealing drugs in a town from of two thousand people. They had a drug dog. <laughs> drug right? dog. They probably had a bear cat too, for all we know. Yeah, right. Uh, in some cases, oh wait, uh, the average response time, yeah, we're doing a recap. Okay. The average response time to a 911 call is 10 minutes nationwide. For poor areas, that time quadruples. In some cases, the dispatchers do not take the caller seriously, and the victim ends up dead what? when a crime could have actually been prevented. <gasps> they have a whole sub-article that they link to on that. And people wonder why I carry. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And that's hey. the thing, too. Like it, it's, it's just blows my mind i get yeah. i get very angry when people are like anti-gun even when i kind of plead my case like hey yeah. i just don't want to be raped and murdered and like look at all of this evidence and they're like no it's not worth it yeah are you gonna sacrifice me you're just gonna let me die right yeah no i'm refuse to be a victim yeah um rape whistles uh, don't stop the attacker yeah <laughs> right like uh, you know if or uh what's uh, the other oh the the mace the spray pepper spray yes right like that might deter a dude a little bit but like it might not stop whatever the heck they're out to do because yeah you know maybe they've got a high tolerance maybe they're on pcp you don't know right whereas the 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 gun is definitely for me it's my choice weapon for self-defense yeah pcp was like the drug of choice if you're going to get into an altercation with a cop and survive it that's true that's, I don't know why people yeah. stop taking so PCP. so many like tales I of do. legendary <laughs> interactions okay. where like cops shot a guy like five times and he's still coming at him. Yeah, because yeah. he was on PCP. Yeah. Yeah. It's impressive. That's just no. Oh, never mind. All right, that should be they, they should get bring back PCP. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, the reality is that it's police. Like <laughs> the reality is that police act as revenue collectors for the state and solely exist should to, hand them out a black lives to enforce protest. the law only. What was it? So they should hand out PCP at Black Lives Matter protests. <laughs> wow. Well, well, if you really wanted that done, you would do it. I don't know how to make PCP. Okay. I don't even know where I to get PCP. I can throw so many bricks at people with this stuff. <laughs> apparently, oh, man. apparently. But when the brick hits you back, it doesn't even phase you. Yeah. It's like, body, it's like your own personal body armor. Apparently, the cops know where to get PCP, so you should ask them. I don't talk to cops. You're good, man. Do I look like a narc? I don't know what narcs look like. Do they okay. have a certain look? Yeah. Like, you know, your your look is incomplete unless you look like 
large dude rides a bicycle, gray hair, gray it's goatee. It's a bicycle. It's a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the guy at the concert, like the Chad looking no, dude. No, I was, I, was, I was describing a very specific individual and oh, okay. knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were describing me and I'm like, no. don't ride a bicycle. You're like gray goatee and I'm like, what's... No, I a- also said gray hair. I said gray hair, gray goatee. Uh, Rides Goatee is hair. It's gray. You know. Well, I also I made the hand motion that you could see that. I wasn't. I wasn't paying any attention. I thought you were doing the hand jive with the. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I thought you were just slicking your hair back because you you know forgot conditioner here for my health. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you maybe you forgot conditioner. Maybe you didn't use pert today. I don't know. I'll have you know I use suave with coconut oil. Suave. Suave. Nice. Yeah. Suave. <laughs> Rico. <laughs> well, what were we doing? The Macarena. Didn't oh, okay, right. We're talking about this article, I think, uh, where we are now. Uh, police in America also do not protect and serve. If you doubt this claim, simply refer to Warren versus District of Columbia, in which the Supreme Court ruled that the police do not have any constitutional duty to protect a person from harm. Let me read that again. The Supreme Court ruled that the police do not have a constitutional duty to protect any person from harm. My boss disputes that wholeheartedly, by the way. It's ridiculous. Has he looked at Warren versus Columbia? Or no, he doesn't have to because he has evidence that the police do protect people, and therefore I mean, that doesn't And I count. have evidence that the police hurt people. They may. And steal their stuff. Right, right like, they may. Like, you may be on a, a subway and, you know, start having a, a health issue, and somebody may right. come and help you. But... Right, police may protect somebody right. every now and again, but they have no duty to do so. Well, That's the point I was trying to make. Yeah. And the thing about that is, if they're going to help someone or hurt someone, it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that they're a police officer. It has to do with their own personal character. Yeah. So I could kill someone, or I could save their life. Right. That has nothing to do. Like I could do that if I was a nurse or not. Like right. it's just irrelevant. And there are nurses that hurt people. There are absolutely yes. there are. Man, I saw a movie about like an evil nurse who like, you know, went out nurse of her way Ratchet to, or whatever. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was a weird one. At, at any rate, uh, we saw an example of this very thing where the cop uh, had no duty and not only didn't go and protect anyone, uh, you know, hid behind a car uh, in Uvalde, Texas. So, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, children are being slaughtered in the classroom. And actively preventing people from going in and actually saving <laughs> yeah. the children. No, don't go in. Let the children die. That's That was like a double whammy uh, yeah, disrespect. Not a good look. Not only are you not going in, you're stopping people from going in. Even the back, the blue people were mad about that. What As was well, that, they should have been. What was that meme where it was like a, like a picture of the school and it's like uh, audio was muted for children screaming or something like that they oh. muted the audio when they played the video back they they muted the audio so that whoever's watching it wouldn't hear the children screaming yeah. terrible oh my gosh i'm gonna go throw up yeah. uh try not to do it all over richie Rich. okay <laughs> i'll put it in your direction yeah aim, aim right <laughs> also if you want a different way to say that you could use the term technicolor yawn okay technicolor yes. yawn okay hurl can you hurl hurl <laughs> my name is hurl hurl <laughs> Imagine a police force that acted more like firefighters or EMTs, for example. Firefighters don't have to go door-to-door looking for fires. <laughs> I'd love that one in order to be effective. Uh, what, firefighters also don't like uh, sit around 
you know, in between places or at like rest areas and they don't park places and try and hide behind a quarter and, you know, wait for somebody to start a fire. Yeah. yeah. They will occasionally stand out in the middle of traffic panhandling with a boot, though. Yeah, they do that, that occasionally. Yeah, they do. I mean, there's there's a reason why there isn't a song called, you know, F the fire department or F the EMTs. And there is one called F the police. There should be, though, because in a lot of places, they're still bureaucrats. EMTs. They're less objectionable bureaucrats, but yeah. still. I don't, I mean, less They can't even, to me, they can't even be compared to cops because cops will, like, they're they're road pirates. I mean, they just sit there speed trapping people. They go so right. far out of their way to steal from people, to harass them, to ruin their day, ruin their life. Yeah. And right. fi- like, firefighters, a lot of the time they're volunteers. They're, you know, they're only yes. coming to the scene when they're needed or when there's an actual issue. They're yeah. not looking for trouble. Understood. But people will often ask me, like, well, how anti-state are you? <laughs> like, I don't even like public school teachers. Like, screw them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do I what? agree with that. I, I think if you work for the parks department and you draw your paycheck from tax money, that you are an accessory to all of the criminal activity, all of right. the murder, all, all of that. And in a lot of places, the fire department is still a municipality, even though there's volunteer fire departments somewhere. It's not the case everywhere. I just, and I I hear what you're saying and I agree, but I just can't compare them to cops. Well, that's why I said less objective. Even though they're, oh, we're all frontline workers. I hate that crap. And I hate getting roped in with it too. They'll do that. They're like, oh, you're a nurse. I'm a cop. No, don't. No, don't bring me into this. Do we got to get you a cape with like a big sunshine on the back? Right, so I'm, you could be like, dun, 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 dun. you could do TikTok videos at yeah, work with the no. cape on. Be like, please no, super sunshine. Yeah. I like the super sunshine, but no TikTok. <laughs> it's Chinese. Uh, yeah. We just have a little bit more here. Uh, imagine a police force that acted more like firefighters or EMTs. EMTs, just like firefighters, wait for a call before reacting, and their services are oft proven invaluable contrary to that of police work. How many lives would be saved if the EMTs were patrolling the roads, though? Well, they could respond quicker. I'm just thinking of EMTs like going around, like breaking people's knees, like, all right, I'm going to help you now. They're a fire. Men that do that too, though. Yeah, but yeah, they they start the because they're bored at the firehouse and they commit arson. They go, oh look, I'm first to the scene and like to save people. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling I'm feeling some sort of a some sort of a I don't know like a, an ailment coming like on. like a minor ache like like as if it were a larger than normal uh, ailment that that caused uh, discomfort and other assorted feelings. Do we do we have a caller that matches that description? Are you having major pains? Is that what you're describing? <laughs> uh, we are now. Welcome welcome to the show, Major Pain. Well, you guys were just talking about, you know, the police and the EMTs and the firemen and whatnot. Yep. And it got me to thinking. I don't know if, if, if it's this way nationwide, but I know here in Michigan, the ones you got to fear most are the conservation officers. What does that mean? What, what are what they conserving? It, yeah. The, the fish pigs, the ones that do the game enforcement and whatnot. Oh, yeah, the game wardens. Oh, yeah. yeah I, so I've heard they have no, more listen. jurisdiction than regular cops. Yeah. yeah, listen up. If you file for a roadkill permit, let's say somebody whacks a deer. Or road you kill whack permit. It, right? All right, I whacked a deer. Now what? Now I done, I done lost $200 worth of front end, so I'm going to keep this here deer. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to file for a roadkill permit, right? Especially if the cops show up. Or you wait, just take it and run. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, so you're in a car, you're driving 
on a road, a deer jumps out in front of you, you hit it and kill it. You decide yep. that, well, you know. Uh, Without a permit. <laughs> you have to buy the permit after you've had, no, you after you've killed the deer? If you want to take it. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to buy the permit. You just got to file for the permit. And even if it's a deer you found laying on the road that somebody else would schmuck. Legally, if you want to keep the deer, you got to file for a permit. But here's the catch. I assume there's a if filing file, fee. If you file for this permit, the conservation officers have a year, have a year or a buck. to come in and check the contents of your freezer and make sure you don't have any other illicit game. Uh, and right uh, behind them, ain't no game warden right coming and checking my freezer without a warrant. And that's why you don't ask permission in the first place. You why just are you guys take it and go home. Exactly. Yeah. If if I find one that's fresh and I want it, I just throw it in the back of the truck and I go home, yeah. or I cut off a hook or two or whatever. But you know, I mean, what are they going to do with ago. it? Well, years ago when I had hogs, I'd collect them regular because the pigs love to eat them. Oh, I'm sure. Hogs, but, not uh, pigs. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. You got to feel the game warden. Fear the game warden more than the police. And the police are right behind the game warden. If they decide they got a heart on and they're coming for you. The cops are going to be right on there, right on there, shiny hineys. Hey, I'm I'm curious, Major, if when you were uh, ra- if if when you were raising hogs, if uh, I, I'm told that this helps. Did you name any of the hogs, like you know, to help with the slaughter? Did you name any of them after politicians? Bill Clinton. No, no. The only one I named was my breeder hog, and I bought him when he was three years old. I named him Arnold after the pig on Green Acres. It's a place to be. Used to ride him. He was huge. Like they wrote a song about that. Riding the hog. What does "high on the hog" mean? Riding high on the hog. Somebody like means you're eating the back straps and shuts. You're not eating sow belly and pig's feet. Mm. Oh, I thought you just like did a bunch of cocaine and decided to like put a quarter in the in the pig ride in front of the grocery store. (laughs) You were you went to different grocery stores than I did, but I never seen a pig ride. Oh, you've never seen that? You've never seen the uh, the drop a quarter in the like the horse or whatever? Yeah, it goes yeah right. but they didn't have no pig ride. They had, uh, Irish, you know, they had Irish dips and all kinds of a, a little bit of A little bit of ride. pink paint and some uh, some bendable pipe cleaner. You could sure make one look like oh, one. Oh, yeah. You know. That can be arranged. When I was in junior high, we had a principal that had a particular pink hue to his face. And we called him Mr. Eckridge, the it's pink the one. It's the booze. <laughs> That's as close as I ever got to a pig ride was when he was chasing me. Oh, you've never been arrested? Oh, no, not that kind of pig ride. I'm oh, just talking okay. about dealing with somebody that I actually... You're talking ag- agricultural. You know? Why was the principal chasing you around? Oh, I don't know. It, it, he probably wasn't, but I got chastised more, more oh. than once. So, you know, Shanghai, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's okay. not racist at all. <laughs> I was a bit of a hellion in junior high. My old man just left. So I was have you ever been Pearl Harbored in a fight? <laughs> I have, don't even know what that means. Well, it's like a sucker punch. Have you been Sneak Nagasaki? Attack? Oh, yeah, I've been sucker punched. I thought you were talking about bombs, because that's what happened mostly in Pearl Harbor. And I've been bombed in a fight, too, so I guess yes on both counts. Uh-huh. Have you ever been bombed where, like, uh, you know, you live with a bunch of roommates or whatever, and uh, you wake up and you got to hit the john and you open the door and just the waft of nastiness comes at you because somebody was just in there doing their business. Ever been bombed like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the the uh, on the on the airliners, the waitresses got a phrase for that. They call it crop dusting. Oh, that's when you walk by. That's like yeah. oh yeah. The worst yeah. is in in the the airplane when you're flying somewhere and somebody crop dusts like a whole row. 
Like they're walking, yeah. walking down the aisle, and it just permeates there. And everybody, you can tell, you're like, oh, everybody mm-hmm. makes the the cringe face, and they, you know, try to, you know, pull something over their face or whatever. You can tell. When I was a waitress and uh, the last table, you're trying to close up for the night and the last table doesn't leave, you always like send one of the kitchen guys over there and you're like, hey, go crop dust them. Maybe they'll leave. Wow. Is that effective? The worst part I was ever dealt. Eh, Probably not. I was right back to old road kills. I had a dog a long time ago and she used to like during hunting season go out and find the gut piles. And she'd roll in them and eat some of them. One time she come home and she ripped the greenest, nastiest hanging ghost you ever did see. And I just went, ah! and she picked up her head and looked at me and ran out the damn door. She knew there was going to be a boot chaser. <laughs> we had to pop every window in the house. Everybody vacated the premises. I swear hanging, to God. We all hanging ghost. Never I love that. I've never heard a hanging ghost before. <laughs> Till tonight. That's new to me. Major. Well, I've never said it before, so we're even. Just made it up on the spot. <laughs> Major, thank He's you for the call. Oh, my God. No, Major, usually it's some old-timey ma- thing that's just Major yeah. everybody. Years. That was impressive, though. <laughs> ah, hanging ghost. <laughs> Every time he said police, I was like... <laughs> Like, how does laughing. a guy from, from Michigan, police. right? Usually they're a little more, but he's like, police. police. And I'm like, well, he went from Michigan to like Georgia in like two seconds. Mm-hmm. He was listening to the article. Perhaps he was. So, uh, yeah, entire police department. Any other thoughts on their quitting, the ransacking, the, you know, that's that's all the information we have from the article. Yeah. I mean, I, I, wish, I wish they did that for better reasons. Yeah, but I'll I'll take the small victory, right? Yeah, uh, I was hoping that the contents, based on the headline, but they stole some evidence, kept their pet, and let the batteries die in the car. And like I'm almost okay with that. Like even though that's like yeah. nap violation, it's not their property. But then whose property is it really? Right? Which part? The stealing of the evidence or the uh, uh, the uh, the uh, uh, property aggression? Okay. Right? All right. Right. So I mean. Their whole job is predicated on a nap violation, so I understand. Okay, yeah. right. So, like I'm saying, like I'm almost okay with everything that they did because the important part is that they all quit. Okay, yeah, that's the important part. That's the takeaway we should all have from this: is that yes, you can all just quit. You can put down. You can stop being an agent of tyranny because that's what you are. If you work for government, you are an agent of tyranny, an agent of oppression. You are a bureaucrat whose money is derived from theft. I've got a question. If I smash the window of a police car, is it an is it a nap violation? Yeah, Why? I would say yes. Wasn't wasn't your window? Was it? Well, I paid for it. Part of it. I'm just redecorating. Yeah, but I did too. Okay. Do, you, do you intend to replace it at your expense? Why would I replace it? That's the way I want it. Why would you break it? Because that's the way I want it. I paid for it. That's how I want it. I paid for it too, though. So do you want it different? Uh, actually, I would like it to be smashed, but I'm sure somebody else that paid for it would not want it to be. So do we all have to get into some kind of consensus on how it should be then? Yeah, all however many well, million I think of what us. needs to happen is uh, when these people quit, uh, they just put all their gear up for auction. And let okay. everybody buy it. And then you can do whatever you want with it. So if you want a police car. Right? But if I paid for part of it, right, I, I'm entitled to do something with it. Mm, you know, maybe. Right? Can you go trespassing on government property? I mean, and that's the thing about it. That just Depending doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> no, it's a contradiction. How are we, How like, however millions of people live in the United States, how are we all going to share all of these? It just doesn't right. make sense. Yeah. 
I paid for a portion of this police car, and the portion that I want to claim is the knife hole in the tire. I mean, can you, uh, you know, walk onto the White House lawn and like cut yourself out a patch of grass and take it with no, you because be you paid shot. for it? Well, I mean, it would be dangerous to do so, but I think you absolutely have the right to it. Didn't they build a wall around the White House or something with fence. like barbed wire? Yeah, it's a fence. Yeah. All I'm saying is, if if it's collective ownership, yeah, right, then everyone which it's not. Well, in their mind, it is. It's it's actually uh, the equivalent of royalty ownership. Okay. Right, because they're your masters. Well, they claim to be, but... They, no, no, they effectually are. Their own rhetoric is that it's collective ownership, right? We we all put that's in... That's what they'd like you to believe, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. under their own paradigm, right, if it's collective ownership and I want this to be different, I can make well, it different. Well, it depends, Richie Rich. Is it in your best interest to go bash in that police car's window who cares if it's in my best interest i'm not talking about best interest i'm talking about whether or not it's an well, nap violation to do so because i've got i have collective ownership i, I over say it is problem. because i don't believe that you have collective ownership i don't think that like okay unless you have a certificate or something that's like you know tax bill you know I, no not a tax bill tax but receipt. like like uh, you and a group of people got together and you all signed a, a thing that says hey we're all gonna buy this land together uh, and everybody signs it explicitly, right? Government okay. doesn't have that. They won't provide that to you. Uh, it's their lie. Should you choose to, be- choose to believe it? If you believe that it's collective ownership, it's not, it's owned by them. They are your okay. owners. They own that property. Uh, and so regardless, that property is not yours, despite their own claim. They stole my money. They did steal your money to buy that property, to buy that property. Yes. And they I did. don't own it. And it's an NAP violation if I break it because it's yeah, not your property. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting perspective. I'm an interesting dude sometimes. For, for a liberty and freedom I mean, individual. How so? Because they stole my money to buy the property. Yeah, they continue to steal people's money to buy yeah. their property. And, but- the, and it's an NAP violation. Yeah. Like if you if you stole my bicycle and I went in, to your place to get my bicycle and instead of stealing it back, I slashed the tires, I've effectively damaged your property. But if I stole well, we can continue this discussion coming up here on Free Talk Live 603-283-6160. More coming up. Yes, it is Free Talk Live. I, I'm not sure what just happened. If people heard weird sounds, it's because I uh, accidentally uh, left one of the mics unmuted during that whole segment. Oh, so, no. Yeah. That doesn't go out on radio, but uh, folks who are listening online might have heard some kind of things. I'm not sure exactly what they may have heard. but More importantly, what did they see on the camera? <laughs> Six zero three two eight three six one six zero in the studio tonight. It's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. It's Nikki and Richie Rich. So Richie Rich has posited the question. Uh, what was the question? Is it an NAP violation to either destroy government property or trespass on government land? Right. And my uh, quick reaction answer was no. And I say that not because... No, you said it was. You said it was an NAP violation. I'm sorry. Yes, it is an NAP violation. And the reason that I say that it is an NAP violation is because of the negative ownership, right? 
despite the government's claim that, oh, it's it's your land, you pay it's it's not. It's theirs. Well they own it. And they control it. They control it. it. And that's what ownership is, right? Even so it's if we're thinking about all of the taxpayers, like if your qualm is, you know, paying taxes and now yeah. it's your Obviously property. Obviously my qualm is paying taxes, but yeah. continue. But so is <laughs> so isn't everybody else. You know what I mean? Right. So then it's not just your property. Like so say if we threw down on a car and we're sharing a car. Yeah. And co ownership. You, you're like, okay, well, uh I smashed the passenger side window and like that's my half of the car. I would still be pissed off. You know, you still have to consult with the other parties that no, have ownership. No, because they did not consult with me to take my money to purchase it in the first place. And, and they're within if we went the point. Halfsies on a car, what about me? No one if consulted. If we went halfsies on a car and she just took my money, no one and bought a car and said, now it's both of ours. With the supposed right? co owners of government property. No one consulted with the supposed co-owners. Understood. And in fact, you've never been given a bill of what portion of government property you actually own. Do you Which own, is why do you own the, the screw? hole in the tire. Do you own the screw on this ship? Do you own a bolt on this vehicle? Do you own a blade of grass on this piece of property? Do you own a tree? Do you own uh, you know, an apple that fell from a tree that grows on government land? Uh, I, you don't yes own any no. of that. You could make an argument that they don't either, but you certainly can't say that you own it because you can't really exercise your rights on it. Well, that's different from owning it, right? Like, I can own it. It's mine, right? And I'm I'm prevented or under threat. I'm saying you can't exercise your rights of ownership on it, so therefore you don't own it. Okay. They, they've lied to you uh, and told you that, yes, we're going to steal your money and we're going to go buy this property, but you kind of own it. No, you well, don't. It's, okay. It's a lie. And I would I would agree with that. The sentiment. empire owns it. I would ag- I would agree with that sentiment. But if they're going to tell me that I own a portion of it, right? Because I paid into it, mm-hmm. right? I'm taking the hole in the tire. That's my portion. Well, you can try it and see what happens. Oh, I know it's going to happen, but yeah. it's you know, hypothetically. the The question is, if I if I put yeah, that like hole philosophically, in that, is it an NAP violation? Yeah. And Captain is saying yes. So they stole my money, bought a car. Claim that it's partially my car, and then would assault me if I if I make an ownership claim to it by well, putting a hole in the tire. Yeah, because this they started with the nap violation, right? Understood. So how so, is it? It's any if anything, it's revenge or self defense or some sort of retaliation. I mean, if you want to see it, it that way, you could. I'm surprised more people don't. Reparations for taxpayers. Is that what you're talking about? Reparations. Yeah. No. You want your money back. They stole a bunch of your money, right? Well, I would take my money back. I don't know how that's, you know. I'd, I'd, maybe I'm just having an issue with the term reparations because of the context it's usually stated in. Oh. Uh, refund. Sure. You, you'd like all of the uh, property that the government claims to own liquidated and uh, you given your percentage of that back. Yes. And if I don't get my percentage of it back, I, I should be able to lay an ownership claim to what what, what I'm paying for. Right, which means I can't trespass on government property because I paid for it. Yeah. It's whatever percentage of it is. But you right, didn't pay for it. It was stolen. It was stolen. Yeah. And then they bought so something. So li- therein lies the rub, is that right. you didn't pay for it. It was stolen. It wasn't a voluntary interaction. Understood. So Therefore, the, you don't the, own it. The example you gave on the break is if you stole my money and bought some McDonald's, right, whose McDonald's is it? Yeah. And I Now, I, if the I, government steals your money and buys McDonald's. I should be able to spit on that burger. Yeah. You should be able it. to, but- you know, well, we're not talking about the repercussions. We're talking: is it an NAP violation if I go spit on a burger that my money was used to pay for? And I would say no. 
Interesting. 603-283-6160. Let's go to your thoughts. We've got, looks like Jack. Is that right? Jack? Hello, Jill? Jack. Hello? Jack? Oh, there's Jack. Hello, can you hear me? We can hear you now, Jack. I, Where are you calling from? I had a question about recycling. Okay. Where are you calling from? Um, Ocean Shores, Washington. Okay, cool. And what's your question? Well, I wonder, like, you know how we have multiple bins? Yeah, for recycling. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? It's all a lie. It's all fake. I recycling just throw my stuff is stuff in the trash. So I, I've okay. So this is the thing with recycling. I've seen this. I the first time I saw this, I was appalled. It was at a community college I was going to. The janitor threw the recycling in the trash. Nice. So me being young and still very into, you know, trying yeah. to save the world, right? Yeah. I was super into recycling and I was mortified. She went so up I, to him and was like, how dare you? Well, I told my sister about it and my sister was like, shame, shame, shame. That's what recycling is. They always do that. And then I've noticed a lot of times like in towns where they have the two separate recycling bins because it's the law, they throw it all in the same trash. Good for there them. is no recycling. So... And then, obviously, wow. there is... What do they do? How do they survive? What do you mean, how do they survive? Without recycling stuff. Probably. Oh, right. He's being sarcastic, oh, okay. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, they like just it? put it in the landfill. You're not being sarcastic, Jack? Oh. The landfill is going to be the future mines. They're going to have to go dig all that stuff back up. Right? Think of the thumb drives yeah. they'll find with, like, Bitcoin on it. No, they're, gonna, they're just going to, like, hmm. mine the ore out of it. Take the gold and the silver and the wait, copper wait, and Jack's talking palladium. about hamburger? What, what's going on, Jack? Did Excuse you... me, guys. You're being rude. Can I ask you a question? I feel like you pick on Sarah too much. Really? Was that a question? Yeah, she's, like, really passionate about something, you know? And yeah, pedestrianism. We gave her a certificate. You know, like cameras are important in their own way, you know? Red light I disagree. Are... No, they're not important at all. Yeah, you're probably right. They're they're only important to generate Converted revenue. Converted another one. They're <laughs> only important Nikki. to generate revenue for the government. That's the only purpose they serve. But they also can like be misrepresented and, and like mess with verdicts and stuff, like in court, by being manipulated. If you think about it, yeah, absolutely. There's the nothing a red light camera can't do that a dash camera cannot also do in everybody's car. So if you're worried about that oh, kind okay. of a thing and you're and you're a driver, then go ahead and get a dash cam. And then when, when the, the man accuses you of running a red light, why, well, you can just hit replay. Do you prefer uh, red light cameras over patrolling police officers? Yeah. You're talking to me? Yeah. There's, There's no one else here. You must be talking um, to me. Huh. That's a good question. Aren't they kind of the same thing one way or the other? Either evil or good? Well, you can't get shot by a red light camera, so yeah, there's so, that. So they're preferable. Uh, I, I just, I can't, can't get down with it. Where did Robocop keep his gun? On his leg? Or in his leg? Mm-hmm. Okay. Jack, are you high? I try to be higher as I could, but I do as well as I can. Okay. All right. Well, I I think you're yeah. fair to Midland. What do you guys think? Yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Hey, Jack, thanks for the call. We appreciate you. Uh, let's move right along to Unscreened Caller. You are live on the radio. It's Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Yeah. Unscreened Caller? Not really. Speak up. Hey, Sounds uh, very muffled. Yeah. Can't really hear you very well. I don't know if well. you're far away from the phone or if you've got like a bad signal. I've turned you up as loud as I can, but... Are you talking through a t-shirt? No, I, 
talking on the cell phone. Is it a little bit better now? Almost. Yeah. Try try one more time. A little bit better now? Okay, go ahead. Start your start your sentence. Okay, I just wanted to say that there's another possibility. That is the right of use of something. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I don't I'm, know about that. Sorry, sorry caller. You've got a uh, crappy phone or crappy service or crappy signal, crappy antenna, something. I'm not sure what's going on there. Figure it out. Call back in. Indeed. 603-283-6160. So, where were we? Nappy? Are we moving on? We can move on. We don't I mean, that? Okay. He said, oh, thought, think about it, and then we took calls. So. We moving did. Uh, let's, let's run with this one, shall we? Run with it. Yes, let's run with this segue into the next article. What do you think? Can we jump on a segue and roll into the next article it, on a segue? It might have some impact on on a life. Oh. Uh, but before we do, let's go to unscreened caller. You're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, is this me? You are on the radio, sir. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Gary. How are you guys doing tonight? We're good. What's on your mind? Why'd you call? Uh, well, for, I was just kind of listening, and the first thing I want to say is I agree that uh, recycling is a scam. I used to uh, separate my stuff and do all that. Now I just throw it all in the garbage can, so I, I agree with that. Hmm. Um, but the real reason I kind of call is because I, I was kind of interested in the difference between libertarians and anarchists, because I believe one time About I heard... six months? Nikki, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah go ahead. Go ahead. I, libertarians I have Nikki one government one. program that they're still not willing to let go. And what's that? I don't know. Depends on the libertarian. Oh, okay. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, so... Interesting. They hold on to one, and that one is sort of random. At least one. Yeah. So in, I had a conversation with one. I said, what's the government program you still won't let go of? And they said public education. I went, see, there you go. Yep, there's always one. So ah, it's, that's one of the worst ones, too. You would think. So it sounds like it's it's really the difference between minarchy, which is yeah. just a little tiny bit of archons, rulers, yeah. as opposed to anarchy, which is no rulers at all, no archons, anarchy, no ar- archons. Yeah, I, I kind of that's that's kind of where I was leading to because I, I agree with you guys. I mean, we are being oppressed like uh, – Big time. and But I also agree, you know, there's probably a need for some kind of government, even, you know, as, as, as bad as it is to say. And, well, and so, I was so what's your favorite government like, program? What, what's the program you want, like, yeah? Well, I mean, yeah, you know, I don't have any specifics, but, I mean, you know, I guess like a minarchist, you know, I've done some research on that, you know, and I guess you'd need government to maybe, you know, um, enforce. Um, no, uh, you don't. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, no, I just. You know, I don't know, man. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know. Like I said, I'm still struggling. I'll be honest, dude. I was a, I'm a veteran, so I've been kind of, you know, on is, the military side for a while. Yep. And then I realized that, you know, this is not the country that I thought it was. So, you know, I'm definitely leaning towards. Oh, I, I at least feel you. Uh, and there are a number of veterans who have become libertarians and anarchists Absolutely. as well. Yep. At, because of exactly what you're saying. You're like, you know, I heard these guys on the radio or these guys are saying things that I think might be true. And, you know, you're just sort of now discovering, right? What's happening is you're coming out of your statist shell. You're starting to, the fog is starting to lift from your view. And now you're realizing that, hey, all the crap they told us about like public school and government's there to help you. And that you're finding out that that's all BS. It's also a lack of imagination. Like whatever that program is for you, right? Just sit down, meditate on it, think about it. Like, how could we do this without the force of the government? Yep, and there's always an answer. And you will come up with an infinite number of answers Mm -hmm. that will do it so much better. Well, I think 
I, I, I try to do that, but I'll, I'll be honest, man. I don't have much faith in, in my fellow man. You know, I mean, I, so, you know, I, I, I think if you, if you get a bunch of people together and, you know, there's, there's yeah. no, you know, no, unfortunately no government, no, no, um, no tyranny, then, you know, I don't believe that they're all going to act in each other's best what would happen, interest. Though? You know what? what do you I, think also, I don't know. I think it would, I think it would be anarchy. I mean, yeah, you said yeah, that's this, the point. But, you, yeah. you mean you mean chaos, yeah. not anarchy. Chaos, right. exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah Here's good, the problem. Right? Like it, I agree it, with you. I also have very little faith in my fellow man, which is why I don't want those morons in charge of my life. Bingo. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I totally agree. But I I mean, you know, I, I on one side I think it's bad. You know, be it be it having a tyrannical government's bad, but I think be it totally free. I'm not so sure that's such a good. You know what? Well, not every either. other creature on planet Earth is totally free. Like like deer, no, I, I deer it, don't have to don't... show a passport to cross between yeah. you know Montana and Canada. Weird, no, no, I it? get that, but but you know all the all the free animals they eat each other and stuff too. So I mean, you yeah, know, it's the I see that, that we, we'd end up yeah. eating each other. Well, so. we already yeah. eat other animals, so you know. Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. They already do. The ones doing the eating are the ones in the government, man. Like they're oh, the ones. True. Well, but, that's you the know, predator. And, and, and that's, that's true. The you know, class. but I think that's true. But I mean, you know, if, if everybody's free, we're, there's still going to be a predator class. It won't be government, but it'll be you know, yeah, the strongest and the meanest and the nastiest. And, and when you put so anyway, down like, those predators, right, you don't have to worry about them coming after you because they're members of the state. And you know what my thing yeah. is about not trusting our fellow man. It's really this is going to kind of sound harsh, but. If other people aren't able to survive without government, mommy and daddy, that's not my problem. So why just because these people are unable to be independent and self-sufficient, why is that my problem? Why do I have to suffer? Why does everyone have to suffer because certain people can't get their act together and live without government assistance? No, I, I agree with that, too. But I think also, I mean, if... um and that kind of leads me into my second question. Um, I, I become kind of a prepper because I think, you know, this whole thing's going down. or yep, not it's, a bad it's, idea. it's not a bad idea. And, it's good insurance. I applaud your, yeah, your and, move. And that's what I was asking you guys. I, I don't hear too, anything about that with you guys. Are you guys into that at all? I'm not answering yes. that question. I, I mean, a, <laughs> yes. I, I, I have a, a couple fan. of bins of non-perishable food in storage. I am a fan of prepping, yeah. and uh, I, I got into it not necessarily because – of some impending apocalypse or financial ruin and, and you know all these things that you should legitimately be worried about. But because I lived in Seattle, Washington, uh, and in that, that area, that metropolitan area, for 22 years where there's earthquakes. And oh, so yeah, sure. the, the last thing you can depend on after seeing you know all of the hurricane responses and how messed up government handles those operations i'm like you know what i'm living in an earthquake zone i'm gonna make sure that if something hits and i got no power and no water and you know i can survive for at least three days right so i started with like just a simple bug out bag with three days for just me and uh you know that's that's where it all starts and i was doing it for those reasons and that expanded into other reasons so do i have a little bit of food set aside do i got some ammo do i got some firearms sure i've got all those kinds of things so my my two yeah. pieces of advice in regards to this topic is one if you have a large stash don't tell people yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. because when you know s hits the fan 
they people will know, okay, well, this guy's a prepper, so I'm going to go shopping at his house. And then, you know, so it's right. nice to avoid yeah. that. Yeah. My second piece of advice, what I'm more concerned with rather than like stockpiling things is being self-sustainable. So a really big goal of mine is setting up so I have like all of my own water, electric, sewer, food, being able to raise and grow my own food, able to do all of this independently and self-sufficiently. So I'm kind of already living that way. Right. And I was having this discussion with somebody else recently too, where my grandparents were, you know, they came out of the sort of the depression era and they did all of the things that Nikki has just outlined, all of them. And that, that was, was normal. just right. normal that was life. life. That was just how people actually conducted themselves. It's not until probably my generation, right? Generation X, maybe the generation before, maybe the boomers to some extent. But like, it's not until then that food production was no longer a major part of every household's yep. uh, operation. So that's only a recent event in the last uh, 50 years or so. Thank yeah. you, capitalism yeah, and increasing I'm, I'm, of wealth. Yes. But still. I'm not just pre- trying to prepare for, uh, sorry to talk over you guys. I'm just not trying to prepare for impending doom, but I'm trying to be also uh, self, self-sufficient, self more reliant on myself and uh, doing that kind of thing to try to get, you know, if kind of get off grid or get as far, yeah. get as uh, yeah. Yeah. close to being off grid as I can be. That's a good idea. You know, no problems with of, any of that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right, right on, guys. I appreciate you. I love your show, too. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate you, too, Gary. Thank you for the call tonight. Um, You know, there's simple prepping. There's complex prepping. Should you decentralize your prepping? Yes, you should. You shouldn't keep, you know, you should have things in different locations. You should uh, have things in locations that aren't necessarily attached to you in any way, shape, or form. And don't forget to rotate your prep food. Yes, do that. Yeah, Yeah. don't, because it will all be bad by the time you get to it, if you do get to it. Just cycle that stuff into your normal shopping, right? And then you always have a store, and you're you're still eating some of the good stuff. You know what? My thing is, I don't like the the fear-mongering that goes along with oh, a lot a of the well yeah. and not even just that like yeah. within the prepper community yeah there's a lot of fear and i just i don't want to buy into that you know it's this impending doom and yeah you should yeah. absolutely be ready it's a smart thing you know you should be prepared you should have at least enough food for like a year or however long and you know should have means to defend yourself and back up water and all that but it doesn't have to. Man. I don't have all so, that stuff. So there's that, and then it's just, I don't know. I I, I hate the, the fear porn that goes on yeah. with it. People are like, yeah. ah, well, oh my gosh, you have to do prepping exactly this way, and no, you're doing it wrong, and you're going to die, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. It's like, shut up. I'm not a fan of reality TV at all. I think reality TV shows give reality a bad freaking name. <laughs> Uh, but I, on a whim, I uh, acquired uh, a series that was uh, supposedly you know, some marine type dudes. Apparently, they were they were marines. They own some sort of a survival shop. They buy and sell survival goods and that kind of thing. And they uh, they go around and visit preppers, okay, right, and critique them That's and tell them cool. how they can do stuff better or worse. Right? It, it's not cool. It's not cool at all. Actually, oh, it wasn't. It's a horrible program. <laughs> it, okay. it, the premise sounds cool. Never the premise mind, then. sounds, which is why, like, I was like, if oh, I did it, it'd be okay. cool. Like some of the reviews on like IMDb on or, or whatever right. Rotten Tomatoes. One of the reviews that I read were like, you know, these guys actually give some solid common sense advice. It's not the usual type of stuff you get from these types of reality shows. 
total lie. It was exactly so, the same type of crap. It was stuff that you already know. Right? So what, what was it, though? I need some examples. I need some more details. It was like, okay, this guy lives on a giant ranch. It's just him and his wife and his kids. He can't possibly defend all 20 acres himself. We're going to tell him how it can be done. And so they told him how they thought it should be done. He goes, no, nah, I'm not going to do any of that. Landmines. <laughs> oh. like, like He's like, no, I got different plans. He wouldn't say what they were, but he's like, yeah. no, I got different plans. But thanks for coming out, guys. And like that was like an episode oh, that's of boring. that. Yeah, and I was just like, ah. Uh. Oh, so it was more well, it was just boring? It was so, yeah, it was like, it was something you would see on like the Discovery Channel from like it probably was. 2004 or yeah. something, right? Yeah, it, it was. was. <laughs> it, it was bad. And I'm sorry that I watched it. I'm sorry that you watched it. Too. I mean, that's that's generally true as well, which is what Nikki's point earlier. If you if you have the stockpile, don't tell people, right? Because yeah. like, why you're not stockpiling food? You're only stockpiling ammo. It's like, yeah, because you're stockpiling my food. Right? Like, yeah, exactly. I know where I'm going to eat. Yeah. I, yeah, you're going down. So if you want to raid Richie Rich's stockpile, it's located at two John Tyler Street, Merrimack, New Hampshire zero three zero five four. Thank you. Uh, wait, what's the plus four on the zip code? Do you know? I didn't say plus four. It said 03054. Yeah, but do you know what the plus four I is? I do not know the plus okay, is. All right, all right, that's fine. It's a Merrimack, can, man. It's small. We can figure it out. It's you don't fine. even need to. There's probably nothing after the plus. So instead of running away with the next article, we ran away with prepping. Now, uh, as a person on a nationally broadcast radio station coming from an anarchist, libertarian type of perspective where I love freedom... Uh, yes, I think it's a good idea for you to prep, whatever that means to you. What do you think is your biggest risk, right? Maybe you're on some medications. Do you have a stockpile to get you through a time when, when you're not you know, able to renew those prescriptions? Do you, have, do you have some backup, right? Can you survive a week, three days even? Right? These are the questions you need to begin to ask yourself here's if a, you're going to begin this. Here's another thing with that whole like defense and who's stockpiling food. right? Find some friends you trust. Because yeah, collective defense is also going to be important yep. in an asset defense hits situation. Yep. Well, and it's about building small communities, right? So it's like I can't necessarily well, yeah. grow all of my own food in my garden, but if we, right. you know, this person's growing potatoes, I'm growing apples. But zombie apocalypse hits. Are you defending your house, or are you going to go migrate to somebody else's house and help them defend theirs? You don't have to answer that, but too. that is right. a question That's that needs question. to be asked. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Do, do they do they have you know the the area like you know up in the hills or up in the woods with you know, good look, you know, the high ground, so to speak, yeah. that you that is defensible with a group of you. And there are businesses, too, that offer their services. So maybe, you know, you're not able to grow your own food and farm and you know, that kind of a thing. You could join a group for a monthly fee, kind of like paying insurance, where you've got a designated place to, to go should the S hit the fan. Uh, and, you know, all of these things are, you know, collected defense. All these things are employed. Uh, there are certainly businesses that offer those services. 603 283-6160. The phones are packed. Keep trying if you're trying to get in. Free Talk Live. And we're back. And we're better than ever. It's the Sunday night edition of Free Talk sure. Live. She didn't do the thing. Why am I talking like this? I don't know. This is my inside voice. Why don't I talk like this instead? Ruffle the papers. Paul Harvey. And that's 
the rest of the story. Page six. Have you done a live read at all? <laughs> I mean, ever? We don't sure. do that anymore. I've been doing this for like three years, so. No, I mean, tonight. Like, I don't remember. No, we don't do that anymore. Uh, well, I think this is the first one. I, I'm going to do it's one right now. Free Talk Live listeners, we are asking you for a pretty large favor. As you perhaps know, Ian Freeman, founder of this program, was recently convicted of various victimless crimes, which you can find out about at thecrypto6.com. He is facing up to 20 years in prison, despite the government themselves admitting there's no victim. We can argue all day as to whether or not the jury was off their rockers, but that won't get us anywhere. What will be helpful is for you to write a letter to the Honorable Joseph LaPlante about Ian's character, how he helps the community, and why you think he deserves a light sentence. Also, saying things that give your opinion weight. Uh, you know, did you work for the government? Are you a former military person? Stuff like that. Anything that'll, that'll you know, give something to mention. Give yourself some credit in, the, in society and in general uh, will be helpful. Ian's a selfless guy, as you probably already know, and he's always tried to do what he thinks is the right thing. I think it would be a tragedy if he had to spend any time in prison, so we need these letters quickly. You can send your letter to 63 Emerald Street, number 610, Keene, New Hampshire, 03431. If you didn't get to write that whole address down, that's fine. All the info you need to send your letter is available online at letters.freetalklive.com. That's letters.freetalklive.com. And thank you to those who have already sent their letters. Keep them coming. Hopefully they'll make a difference. All right, we have more to talk about tonight. Uh, In the studio, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. And Rich Rich. Let's go to your calls and thoughts. We've got Gigi calling from South Carolina. Gigi, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, everybody. Number one, two letters are ready for tomorrow's mail in support of Ian to his honor, Judge Fleming. You can count on it. Number two. And those letters are F-A-U. I am so glad you are stressing the importance of your listeners, if they choose to, as you always say, mm-hmm. to support letters on behalf of Ian's conviction. Number three, Nikki has the right legally to always feel safe in her person. Never leave it to anyone Thank else. You. Especially as a woman, I'd like to think so too. Yes, John ma'am. Would disagree. I, well, doesn't, doesn't I, well, everybody screw have that? them? Screw them. <laughs> and lastly, I agree with Richie in terms of stockpiling. A, I am a diabetic type one. B, I recently endured a triple bypass. At a very young age in my 50s. And I have learned the hard way with all this baloney and Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, that transportation is lousy. And I cannot always get a hold of my heart medicines and my insulins that I use all freaking day. And I stockpile on insulins, needles for the insulin pens, 
medication, and my garage and closets look like a baby Costco. You know why? I am an extreme couponer. I have been filmed at a... Gr- Listen, I hope you're laughing in support of I am, of course. Oh, this is awesome. I love this. Because better the money should be in my checkbook than in the grocery store's cash register. Yeah, amen. I was filmed many years ago in Miami at Winn-Dixie Grocery Store for being an extreme couponer. Please tell us it's on YouTube. Yeah, my 15-minute fame was aired on... The Learning Channel on cable, and there I was with my coupons. I now live in Charleston, and I am still an extreme couponer. And my husband and I share free things that I get with my coupon stash with the Veterans Administration because they have a live-in facility full-time for disabled veterans and a local women and children's shelter. It is nice. always good to make connections and share. Why not? Yeah, and you bring up a good point. Uh, there are uh, many people who choose to prep in different ways for different reasons. And oh, yeah. I think you're right. It, it is up to those people who take prepping seriously to help their communities also prep. I'm also well, curious as to how I you feel about the new cap on insulin to, prices. Oh, God, you better believe it. That's why I learned many, many weeks ago when the pharmacist said, Gigi, I can't get that particular insulin from our supplier. It's going to be so many weeks, and I was going ballistic. And my husband was able to locate it at a drugstore way up in another county mm-hmm. near his law office. And I was fortunate, number one, that we did have the copay, and number two, that my husband was able to access it for me. Right. Do you attribute it? Do you attribute that shortage to the new cap, or was it too soon to make a determination? No, sir. I attribute it to this mess of transportation currently plaguing our country. Okay. I could be wrong. I don't know well, you have a good point that you raised. Maybe it's a little of both, Richie. I don't know, sir. But Well, what's the transportation you, know, if, you think is plaguing the country or the transportation problem? Are I beg you, your pardon? What's the transportation problem you think that's plaguing oh, the country? Oh, things are sitting at ports and oh, not okay. being Still. emptied from the cargo uh, containers, and they're not being transported all around the country. That's why it is critical to stockpile Food and beverages and medicines. And ammunition. Okay. I do not own a gun, but I am respectful of that for people who do. What good is a weapon if you ain't got the means to use it? Well, I mean, okay. That's fine. Anything else, Gigi? No, sir. Hey, thank you so much for... No, don't cut me off like that. If you disagree with me, I want to hear your reason. I'll listen. I don't think we disagree. I wasn't disagreeing. Oh, I beg your pardon. (laughs) I misunderstood. All I said was don't admit to not owning a gun because that kind of raises the flag of victimhood coming your way, right? You don't... 
Yeah, it might be uh, smarter yeah, to. That's a good point. You know, I stand like, corrected. You know, I Gigi do does own a gun. That out. Yeah. I guess I was being too naive just now. If you'd like to send Gigi a gun, uh, let us know. <laughs> And uh, we'll figure out a way to get it to her somehow, I, or we won't. I don't. Send her eighty percent or some instructions. Send me a dozen red roses. <laughs> that like, could also be what? arranged. <laughs> Please no, oh Nikki, you're a doll. Please no. The letters have already been written, and they are in outgoing mail for tomorrow morning. Thank you, Gigi. That's so awesome. Oh, that is critical. I believe in writing letters everywhere consistently because eventually somebody sits up and takes notice. And if you really want to add some weight to your opinion, print it on cardstock. Uh, I I had it done uh, differently. (laughs) Stop making me sound so stupid and gullible. Uh, I don't think you sound stupid or gullible, Gigi. Oh, you guys are too sweet. Listen, keep doing what you're doing. And I was disappointed. I was hoping to hear Jerome call in about uh, the anniversary, the commemoration of Selma today. Well, who knows? Perhaps now that you've mentioned his name, he will feel compelled to call. Yeah, might motivate him as an African-American who lives in my city. Uh, Hey, 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 Jerome is not the token African-American on Free Talk Live, man. Oh, I didn't mean it to sound okay. bitchy. All right. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. I only mean that. I only mean to sound bitchy when a particular individual calls to say people are abusing him, but consistently give him his opportunity to speak. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, perhaps you'll summon him, too. We'll see. Hey, Gigi, thank you so much for your support and the call tonight. We appreciate you. Let's go to, you know, she summoned him. So let's go. David in New Mexico. Did she summon him? And Jerome as well. Oh, okay. David. Yeah, Gigi, there's your proof right there. I've been on hold for how long is it, Captain? Let me check my call timer. It's like, uh, oh, no, the timer resets. Uh, The timer resets after I. No, it was like, it was probably 40 minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, since we're since we're debating it, let me just we'll hit one button and I'll. Yeah, you're right. Forty minutes and twenty six seconds. Mm-hmm. How does that make how you feel? You on, how long were you how on? How does that make you feel? She's off the line already. Uh, abuse, abuse, abuse. That's the word. Abuse <laughs> makes you feel abused. Weird. Yeah. Do you feel entitled to airtime here on Free Talk Live? Well, you call it Free Talk Live. I mean, you name the program Free mm-hmm. Talk Live. And, and, and yeah, we've been taking calls all we, night. No, 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 no. You created an entitlement. Are you not one of the most no, no, infamous no. characters no, 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 on no. Free Talk you're, Live? You're doing, you're doing what the you're doing what the judges and the lawyers and courts do. Mm-hmm. You're 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 not addressing fully the issue that you present, and you're moving on, leaving the previous issue unresolved. You're just like them. What's so the current issue? The pre- let's resolve the previous issue. The previous issue is that you are not free talk live because you restrict speech. No, 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 no. That is not true at all. Are you saying we're restricting your speech because we had you on hold for 40 minutes? Meanwhile, we were taking a ton of other callers. You call in almost every single night. So when other people that don't call in every single night call in, they get airtime before you do. This is why you don't give stuff away for free because it creates entitlements of people. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, thanks, thanks, thing, thanks for know? the call, David. It's like, excuse me next. for wanting to take pay Gigi's talk call. Live. Yeah, but David excuse us. David has to pay a dollar every time he calls in. Uh, let's get this one out of the way. Let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Uh, let's see, speeding cameras, red light cameras, multi-level marketing, certificate of what? B- uh, being a pedestrian being for a pedestrian. 26 years. Go ahead, Sarah. You're going to have to update that. Hey, you we know something? Over the year. I, I'm glad David mentioned me. Because uh, after him, I'm the next most famous caller. No, David but is infamous, I, right, yeah. which is different than being famous. It's a distinction. Well, I, I have a lot of my calls uh, repeated again on KKOB and, and this station, so I, I'm really happy. I get a rerun. But I, I just want to say, did you, did you know that uh, there used to be um, speeding cameras on the freeways in Arizona, state of Arizona? And uh, they were talking about it. Like I guess they banded together and um, removed them out of the freeways. Nice. What's more obnoxious, speeding cameras on the freeway or a speed limit monitored by aircraft? <laughs> Both. Yeah. Have you seen those? <laughs> What's ridiculous yes. is yeah. I used to drive like, in Russia. What does that even hour. mean, though? It, they have planes flying over. Like drones over. Yeah. or planes? No, they, no, they have airplanes planes. in the sky and they're pointing a radar gun they did that. down. Yeah. And like then they'll zoom in on whoever's license plate and then they'll send you a ticket for speeding. They have a sign that says yeah. speed monitor by aircraft. Here's the yeah, irony. I've seen those signs before, yeah. but it's like I'm paying for this. Yeah, no, here's a plane up there. Here's the irony. You sit in rush hour traffic going no more than like, you know, a couple of feet every minute or two, yeah. right, as the traffic slowly moves, right? Meanwhile, they've got an airplane in the sky pointing a radar gun at you to make sure you're not speeding. Yeah. Sarah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know about all that, but. Well, the freeway is a federal um, jurisdiction. So the, the federal government... Um, is it an NAP violation that? if I spit on the freeway? So I, I don't know. So that, I, mean, I, I think this bill has to go to Washington, D.C. if they want the speeding cameras and the, Bi- uh, the President Biden has to sign off on this uh, to put speeding cameras on the freeway. In, in the meanwhile, they're doing 100 miles per hour 10, 15 cars piled up. How do you know? How do you know how fast they're going? Backbroken, and you know, in the meanwhile, they get this approved. Everybody's getting killed on the freeway. You know what I mean? This is very a uh, complete idiocy. You know. What's right. a safe speed for the freeway? Uh, oh, you're asking. Hang on. Oh yeah, why not? Uh, Sarah, what's a safe speed? What what? Safe speed, um, they're supposed to do maybe, um, if they say 55, 10 miles over, maybe at the most 65, and they do, but they're so doing th- 90 to 100 miles per hour. So you think you think yeah. a, 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 an accident at 65 miles per hour may not be fatal? Well, it's less fatal than doing 90 miles per hour, like what other people are doing, That's 90 true. to 100, and then they get a... a you know, 10, 15 cars piled up. Is it you know, still true that, that most accidents happen when you're nearest to your house? You get complacent. Yep. Five, I so. five miles, I think. Yeah, five mile Eight. radius. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, most. So they don't happen but, on the or, freeway. Or uh, parking lots. Yeah. Those are still. Oh, no, I always get killed by a so? It's uh, 50 people per year. That's like one state per, uh, one person per state every year that gets killed in the parking lot. Okay. And I'm I think more people die like, from falling off a toilet seat every year than that. 
Yeah, but, um, you know, thanks to all these, like, ticket dodgers and speeders, they're the ones that made them take them off on the freeway. They should have left them on the freeway. They should have put more speeding cameras on the freeway. Yeah. Some of those are ticket dodgers and speeders, I guess. Would you be in support of uh, the federal government putting cameras inside of your home to monitor your behavior, and whenever you did something that they didn't like, they could fine you and ticket you? Apparently in the bathroom to catch you falling off a toilet. Well, you know, the I mean, privacy is privacy. I mean, the that's a difference. If you could take your clothes off and it doesn't bother anybody, then the camera should be prohibited. Like a dressing room, massage parlors or something that's about places. your living room. Um, I think it should be it should be taken off cuz you can in your house you could be naked if you choose to. I could be naked outside I mean, if I wanted to. Or at least no, I mean, most if you walk outside naked, they can't fight you for e- decent exposure. If you're naked inside of your house, technically, they cannot do nothing to you. So where's the line you that you draw for, for cameras? You you support cameras uh, to, you know, catch speeders, apparently. Uh, where do you draw the line? Where do you no longer support cameras? Uh, when they get to your front door in your yard, can they put uh, cameras in your garage? You're rarely in your garage. You're probably rarely naked in your garage. Would you support uh, cameras being in your garage? And then if the government thought that you did something wrong, they could just send you a ticket in the mail or uh, send one to your email. Like stockpiling diabetes medicine. Well, I mean, that that's, that's your private domain. So, I mean, the camera should be excluded yeah. from those. I mean, proper pri- I mean, private property, but... Any place that you have to be fully clothed and you are not, and then you can't expose yourself, mm-hmm. like showing your breast or or whatever, then then uh, then the camera should be permitted. And most I mean, of, um, so, what if but, I don't consent to being on camera? So is that not a violation of my rights because I don't want to be photographed everywhere where? I go? Where? Well, you, you, I mean, you are being photographed okay. right now. I mean, you complain to the ATM machine and the bank, they still photograph you when you every time yeah. you go into a store. You, but you I don't have to. I don't have to go into the, I could probably find a bank that maybe didn't do that or there's, I'm like consenting to going into Walmart or wherever they have these security cameras, but hey. the freeway, it's kind of hard to avoid. How am I going to get to work? You know, it's. How about this? You paid for part of the freeway. You paid for part of the camera. Smash it. Okay. Sarah, you want to smash some freeway cameras with us? Oh no, I'm it's not an NAP up. violation. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm going to write a letter to the governor to have, I mean, cameras on the state and. Um, oh no, really? You're gonna write a letter to the governor? I'm afraid. Printed on cardstock. Well, you know, I believe in writing letters, Kissing. like that lady said. G said, writing does writing letters take yeah. an effect. Later, but it does help out. It but does you know take what? Time. Ian, I, I see what Ian has been mean, mean to me oh, no. because I'm on SSI. I'm not going to write him a letter. He beats up me all the time for being the EBT, and they, he calls me a welfare whore or queen or whatever. So he, I'm sorry, he doesn't get it. He beats up on all the poor people and handicapped, disabled people, mentally ill people. That's I'm sorry, true. he's not going to get a letter yeah, from me. N- none of that's true. But thanks for the call, Sarah. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. Let's go to Unscreened Caller. You're on Free Talk Live. Yes, I just wanted to say that there is a stage in between. It's called... Oh, it's Robert. In German, it's called Miesrecht. And and that's the the right to use something. And and, um, that could be interesting. 
um, because um, that way you could use public property if you have if you have the, if you're given the right to use it, and you could acquire that right to use it by, let's say, you're doing something for the city, and and maybe you want to use the, the equipment off, the, you know, to go home or something like that, or to ride home for personal usage. Or How is it like that. theirs to determine whose right it is if they stole from me to provide it? Well, the niece right or the right to use something could be given for many different reasons. I don't and, care why they're, they're giving it. I want to know where they acquired the authority, aside from violence of the state well, and all that other stuff that we talk about well, here, right? Who, it, who determined that they were the ones who give me the right to anything? Well, it, it's the elected representatives that would be able to do that because they're the ones who have the, who have the authority to do that. Why? You have to have the Derived authority. from you know? where? From 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 the public, the public gives uh, uh, politicians the, the right what about to do me? things. That's the Nobody thing. Nobody cares about what, what I say about it. I gave them no such right. Right, I retain well, all you, my rights. They've never asked me if they've if, never asked me. They, they can, just yeah. take. They can have domain over me and well, my rights. Oh, they've never oh, asked okay. me. I've never given them permission. All right, look at it this way. In, in Germany, there's also called Gesetze Unterlassene Hilfeleistung. That means uh, the right to use something in the event of an emergency. At least say Gesundheit. If you're if you're Sunday. if you're in a foreign country and you're, Go ahead, and, you're, and you're kidnapped and your life is in danger, life or limb or something like that, mm-hmm. then Germany has to use every means at its disposal to, to get you out. Uh, and right. in other words, if they have to use a helicopter, or a helicopter, whatever it is. A, well, a ship, good for a, the Germans, a, a, but we've already established that does not extend I, to anybody in the United States. Actually, per the Supreme Court's ruling, that well, they have true. no obligation to protect. Well, in America, for example, you let's say you have a you have an accident in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Well, they have a base someplace in Panama, and they'll send a, a huge aircraft out to pick you up. And they have a, they, they may land, send they it. Have a, a, they have no obligation to do so. Right. I'm not so sure about that. I, I really want uh, the Supreme I, I Court. Dude, uh, check check it up. Go look that up because uh, we just well, cited it earlier today in the program. Well, I, I know that they've done that in the past. They may uh, have there, done there, it. There was, they may have done it. There's no obligation to do so. They don't have an obligation to do so. Thank you for the call, Robert. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. Where do rights come from? What is a right? Can you define a right, a human right? What is it? 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. For the nod of acknowledgement over there, so yeah. My finger troll wasn't good enough. No, it was before that. When I was doing the the thing to, and like I just want to make sure you noticed that I was doing the thing, the signal, the signal. Team America, anyone? The signal. That's right. Just just look for my signal. Put your hands above your head and just wave back and forth. Signal. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero is the phone number. Here in the studio, the Free Talk Live. If you'd like to join us, uh, we have some lines open right now. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. I want to talk about, well, before we go on talking about things, I want to say thank you to Steve Riddell. Steve is a gold level amplifier. 
And I also want to say thank you to Edith Crawley, a silver level amplifier. They have both chosen to visit amps.freetalklive.com. That's amps.freetalklive.com. There, they decided to contribute some money to this radio program to help us get on more radio stations. They've enjoyed the hosts, the co-hosts, the callers, the topics, the perspective that we bring of freedom, peace, and prosperity. And they've decided to contribute either 5 or $10. There's different levels. You can give more than $5 if you want. All we ask for is 5 And so I want to say thank you again to Steve Riddell and Edith Crawley. Thank you so much. Your contributions are appreciated. All right, what were we talking about, guys? Do you remember? I don't remember. We were almost getting into the, the runner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We ran oh, out on yeah. the runner. We should get to the runner. Let's get to the runner. Let's run with Let's this run one. Let's run with this we one. We said we were going to run with it, and then we didn't run with it at well, we all. Got, we took calls as we're supposed to. On Free Talk Live, we yeah. didn't charge for any of those calls. Nope, sure didn't. Sure didn't, David. <laughs> this from goodnewsnetwork.org. Uh, Sunday is a good show to highlight some good news. Yeah. News, yeah, uh, yeah. Good news. yeah. We're fun. A marathon was blocking a delivery route for an organ donation so a surgeon ran through the race to get it. Yeah, but when I do that to get my Amazon package, they arrest me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is dedication, though. You know? Like a surgeon gives has new meaning now. Like okay. a surgeon. Yeah. In a story that only those who live in the colonial cities of America's East will understand. I don't know why that's the opening line for this. Yeah, I don't get it. They run marathons on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, right. They do. I've okay. seen them. In fact, the greatest marathon I ever saw was the, uh, it's called the Lard Butt 1K. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's one kilometer. Yeah. Uh, it's for the, the unphysically uh, fit. Uh, they have, uh, I think, three or four donut stops. Nice. Uh, no way. You know, as you go around the 1K, as you go around the 1K course. So in case you get tired and you need a, a donut yeah. or something. Uh, you can do that. I totally want to do that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you have I'd to hobble s- along. But- it's like anything else. It's for charity, right? So you sign up, you yeah. get people to sponsor you and, and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. it's fun. And it's low impact. So, like, if people are just starting or if they're out of shape and want to start getting back in and, you know, you know. But instead of water, they hand you a cup of coffee to go with your donut <laughs> or a beer. Right? Yeah, that'd you be know? better. Yeah. Beer anyway, and donuts? I mean, I don't drink, so I don't know. Beer and donuts? I don't eat donuts. I just want oh, the beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. that's logical. Yeah. In a story that many will understand, a surgeon ran about a mile to and from a hospital to pick up a liver for his patient after a courier's route was blocked not only by Philadelphia's strange grid system. I've never been there, so I don't know. I, I don't know. It's legendary so. though. Okay. But thousands of marathon runners were also blocking the way. Sixty six year old Charles Rowe was waiting on an operating table with his surgeon, Adam Bodzin. He was slated for a liver transplant that day to save his life from complications due to hepatitis C. Time ticked by until Roe was surprised to hear that Bodzin was going out the door to get the liver himself. Nice. <laughs> like going down to the liver store, put on his coat. Right. You know what this reminds Take me of? Take scrubs. They always do like stories similar to this on Grey's Anatomy, where it's just like outrageous stuff that doctors would never ever do. Yeah, uh, and it's like kind of a running joke among nurses, like, "Oh yeah, like that's all the stuff we do. Like doctors don't do that." Right, yeah, but uh, 
I don't know. That's just what this reminds me of. Like you, it, this. You think in real life he would have sent a, a nurse well, to go get it? Well, no. It just, it just, it, this doesn't sound like a real thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I believe that it is. You but think it's just, they got it's like, like a, a rookie, story, you know? a rookie around somewhere, and they're like rookie, go run and get the liver, right? You yeah. Know, somebody to, you know. Or it's just something that you would think wouldn't happen at all. It's very well, unlikely that they would. Well, perhaps the what was the, the show it. you cited? Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. Perhaps. The popularity of Grey's Anatomy within the medical field yeah, has prompted more heroic action yeah. from some people. Well, and I'm Perhaps. sure that there are doctors who are just so dedicated to helping people that they're like, if this is, you know, if this comes between us not being able to, wasting this liver, essentially. Right. right. I prefer House. Yeah, House is better. Hizzle, yeah. Hugh Laurie's good. I call it Hizzle. Okay. Yeah. Dude, did you watch the new Hizzle? Uh, that's when Amazon remakes it. Or Disney. It's the Disney remake. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back to the article. Meanwhile, Fine. an out-of-town van driver for Philly, uh, or in Philadelphia, uh, the Gift of Life donor program is the name of the program. Uh, so the driver for the Gift of Life donor program was having trouble negotiating the one-way streets, half blocks, and diagonals of Philadelphia's city center when it became clear that his route to Thomas Jefferson University Hospital would be blocked by the Dietz and Watson Philadelphia half marathon at two separate points. Half apparently, marathon. Apparently okay. it zigzags. Yeah. Apparently Philly's too good to do a whole marathon. They got to cut it in half. I don't, I have no idea. All right. Event organizers and police have access points for emergencies going toward the hospital, but the courier couldn't find them even after consulting police. Way to protect and serve, guys. Right. Great job. That's what you get for talking to the cops. Clad in sneakers and teal scrubs, because they're stylish at Thomas Jefferson Hospital, uh, Bodzin weaved his way at a full run from the hospital entrance near 11th and Chestnut Streets through the stream of runners on Lombard Street and then another block to South Street. Probably some New Balance, too. Yeah, I wonder which uh, footwear company is going to get the uh, the sponsor. He's going right. to get the sponsorship from here. Reaching the driver and taking the sealed container with the liver on ice, as opposed to with onions. <laughs> he zigzagged back the same way, earning what must have been more than a few curious stares before hitching a ride with the police back to the hospital on the other side of the marathon route. Oh, he cheated. A little bit, yeah. I was about to say, how is he going to run with the liver? Well, he ran one way. You know? it. He got the liver. Yeah, it's like a football, yeah. right? And he tuck and run. Yeah, I don't, Cover I don't know both hands. I mean, come on. Don't you watch football? No. Okay, good. You're missing out. <laughs> I'm thinking this doctor probably has seen football at some point in his life. Yeah. That's why you just tuck it. At any rate, uh, he made it back to the hospital on the other side of the marathon route. And thanks to Bodzin's quick thinking, or running, I guess, they managed to transplant the liver successfully an hour after the time when a liver normally begins to deteriorate. You could then say he took the old liver and ran it back to him. I was gonna. <laughs> you could say he's pretty quick on his feet. Oh, wow, you went. That there. was a captain joke. That was a captain <laughs> joke. You went there. I wasn't gonna go there, but thank you. You're welcome. Thank Somebody you had for, to. Thank you for filling the void when when I was less than courageous in my captainisms. <laughs> Roe made a full recovery and left the hospital six days after the transplant. What Roe, are you going to do now? Got to go get a beer. <laughs> I feel like liver and onions tonight for some reason. Uh, Roe called Bodzin a hero. Tom Avril reported for the Philadelphia Inquirer through 
though Bodzin chose to describe himself as more of a biker. Okay. A, a bicyclist, I assume. I don't yeah. know. I'm picturing him in like a leather vest, some sunglasses. Yeah. Biker. Like, like Honda Goldwing, or do you think like... Uh, no, in, like a Harley. Like Kawasaki Ninja. Indian. Yeah, that type mm-hmm. of thing. Is he a sport bike? Nah, or, a, or I think a, he's a. I think he's a Harley dude. Yeah. All right. All right. That's Hold what I think weekends. when I hear the word biker. I think of Harley people. Yeah. I, like so, I don't really consider myself a biker. I'm just a chick that rides motorcycles. In in the Seattle area, uh, often, uh, particularly on the local news and in the local newspapers, they will use the word biker when referring to people in the bicycle lanes. Yeah, I know. Right. Or the bicycle lanes Those themselves. Are yeah, we we have to make. Don't these, make them sound cooler than they. We really have are. to make this safe for bikers. And like you know, you're trying to make it safe for bicyclists. Yeah, there's a complete difference, right? Like I don't know how bicyclists became bikers. Because bikers to me is motorcyclists, right? Right. So yeah. yeah, me too. They laid claim to it first. Yeah, come on. Fine. Stay in your lane. Uh, and not even not even like the Ninja Kawasaki ones. No. Right? It's, it, the bikers are the Harley people. Yeah. Because we like to do things a little bit differently here on the Sunday edition of Free Talk Life, I want to talk about Catwoman Go Boom. Oh, oh yes. gosh. Right? Catwoman Go Boom. I don't know what this means, but. Cat, Catwoman went boom. What do you yeah. picture Literally. when you hear that? Yeah, what? what don't read the. You know, okay, so you know what I'm picturing? So, um,. Catwoman, like in her suit, her tight like the suit, superhero like Batman. Catwoman? Yeah. Okay, all right. And have you ever seen Austin Powers? I have. The scene where the chick has the boobs, the that, bullet um, boobs, the bullet boobs. Yep, yeah, yep. Where her, and like, they fire. Gun- yeah, that's what I'm picturing. Okay. <laughs> Catwoman go boom. So Interesting. Now you've, uh, got Interesting. a little sneak peek into my brain. That's how most of my thoughts are. Okay, so that has nothing to do <laughs> with what we're about to talk about. Austin Powers. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the headline from the New York Post or NYPost.com. New Jersey woman fighting eviction blows herself up in house full of cats. That's terrible. <laughs> Not what Cat, she was picturing okay, at all. Tight, tight leather suit is way better than that. I mean, let's find out. Are the cats okay? It was worse. No, they got blown up. The, the opening it's Chinese food just, all over the place. Like somebody was just they were they were they were like the captain better read this first sentence when he reads this article when they okay. wrote it. Right? They knew somehow it'd find its way to me. It was worse than a cat fight. <laughs> oh, my God. A New Jersey woman's fight against eviction ended in a deadly blaze Wednesday when she intentionally started a fire in the home and she shared dozens of cats. Uh, she shared the home with dozens of cats and refused to vacate dozens. So 24 at least. I, I have so many questions and I don't think any of them will be answered. So uh, Let's reach back into the mind of Nikki. Just what are some of the questions? Give us three. Why does she have so many cats? Okay. She's a cat lady. What's wrong with her? Uh-huh. She's a cat lady. And why would you set your house on fire with you in it? Okay. To fight eviction. I mean, people self-immolate all the time, like on the I steps mean, of the courthouse. That's what this is, is self-immolation. Yeah. And right. uh, this might have been talked about on a previous episode of Free Talk Live. Really? I'm not certain. Oh, man. Because I believe the self-immolation uh, part was one of the show notes or something like that. But okay. I wanted to opine on this anyway. What's the date on the article? Like It's from Wednesday. Cover, did you guys cover this recently then? Yeah, I think it was maybe oh, Wednesday. When, okay. Uh, but I'm not, like, I mean, we can opine on articles that have been covered. That's, you know, it's not against the rules here on Free Talk Live. Understood. Uh, I just wanted to opine on Cat Lady Go Boom. I, I get it. It just didn't seem like a, you know, run-of-the-mill Free Talk Live story. 
Well, and and you know, we also we kind of have a I wouldn't call it a rule. We have a thing where like if a couple of hosts bring in the same thing, well, we better talk about it. Okay, right. Yeah. So we're kind of doing that. All right. Anyway, a New Jersey woman's fight against eviction ended in a deadly blaze. She intentionally started a fire in the home she shared with cats and refused to vacate. The woman and dozens of cats died in the massive fire. Just answer this- one. Cats are not alive. Which broke out shortly after 11 a.m. in Roosevelt, or Roosevelt, depending on where you know you want to be from. Roosevelt from New Hampshire. Correct. State police had served the unidentified woman with an eviction notice. But she refused to leave and threatened to blow up the house. Now, they've got a pretty graphic picture of what's left of the house. It's just a few bits left standing. It's pretty much gutted from the inside out. Uh, the uh, We're getting reports that the resident turned on the gas inside the residence prior to igniting. New Jersey State Police Lieutenant Lawrence Peel said, according to CBS News, Neighbors were evacuated while police had a standoff with the woman. Multiple fire departments responded to the home, but were unable to get the woman out alive. Why was she being evicted? This is Morton, too. No other injuries were reported. I think they mentioned something about it. Quote, they knocked on our door this morning. Thank God it was a pretty loud knock. I grabbed my son. They told us to leave. She was threatening with a bomb or to bomb the house and ended up with a fire. One neighbor, Aaron Luca, told the outlet. So that's probably somebody playing telephone. She heard a bunch of words and is yeah. like, oh, there's a bomb. It's like, well, maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. The woman was the sole occupant of the house located on Cedar Court. The once cat-filled home is completely charred and an attached home is unlivable. So it was like a, a ranch-style duplex okay. side-by-side or L-shaped. Like a mother-in-law kind of suite or something. Yeah. Uh, Emma Quackenbush, nice. who lived <laughs> the attached <laughs> Emma Quackenbush, I just wanted to say it again. Thank you. Who lived in the attached unit for 22 years? Quackenbush with an attached unit <laughs> for 22 years. Told New Jersey 101.5 she had lost everything. Oh, that's so sad. In the fire. This is terrible. She didn't lose our sense of humor in the fire. Yeah, apparently not. We're still laughing at her. Emma Quackenbush, we, we're not laughing at you, but well, we're, we're laughing, laughing at your name. We're laughing with you. <laughs> at your last name. Uh, it looks like my house is gone. It's still standing, but it's not livable, Quackenbush said. <laughs> now it's just Nikki. <laughs> it's just so funny. Do you remember the biblical tale of like the burning bush? No. And like, okay, so in the Bible, there's like a burning bush and supposedly God speaks through the bush, right? Yeah. And so what if what if the bush was burning and you heard, God, is that you? It's Quackenbush. New from Blamo. Other neighbors gathered outside the scorched residence, told the radio station that the woman's boyfriend had been trying to evict her for several years. Okay. Yikes. I wonder if it's the cats. Was or... it his house? But his efforts were hindered temporarily, and this is why this article is on Free Talk Live, by Governor Phil Murphy's pandemic era eviction moratorium. Ah, oh. remember when they put the kibosh on evictions around? Uh, you know. Yep. Why are they calling him her boyfriend though? It seems like it would be ex-boyfriend by the time you get yeah, to the. I'm kicking so. you out of my house. Maybe they were into stuff that you know you're not into. I don't know. 
into evictions? I, you know, maybe they're role playing. We don't know. Right? Okay. You know, maybe maybe they were trying to like put on some sort of thing where like you know you can't afford the rent in money. Maybe there's a situation we can work out. We don't know. Okay. I don't know why they're calling her boyfriend. It seems to me like it would be her ex boyfriend if That's he's been trying to evict her for years. You're absolutely yeah. correct. Okay. I understood it wrong. I thought it was Emma's boyfriend who owned the prop and they owned the property and they were trying to evict her. But maybe I just misheard that. Uh, oh, okay. Other neighbors gathered outside the discussion, blah, blah, blah. The woman's, they said, there was a speculation from other gatherers, that the woman's boyfriend had been trying to evict her for several years, but his efforts were hindered temporarily by Governor Phil. Yeah, maybe maybe they're referring oh. to Quackenbush's boyfriend. I mean, yeah, they maybe should have used a Maybe owned there. the property. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Quackenbush owned the property, lived in the other place, and- and this other that seems like it'd the, be a better understanding, but the yeah. way you read it yeah. led, to be, led yeah. me to believe that it was right. the woman's boyfriend. Uh, the article goes on. Roosevelt Mayor Peggy Malkin told the Asbury Park Press that the woman was a pet sitter and had built a cat house for the animals to live in separately. There's your answer number three. Okay. It's unclear how many cats perished in the flames. Dozens. Well, she sounds like she's crazy, first of all. Yeah, there's some some comments here in this article. It says, doesn't pay to rent or lease a home nowadays to people or even close friends, family. Some states, especially blue states, it's nearly impossible to evict them. I had three small condos on Long Island, not expensive ones, but luckily I sold all three before I moved to Florida, right before the pandemic. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, this whole bit where uh, people just... Yeah, the government came out in various places and was like, uh, you can't evict anybody. Happened here and in this is This yep. is what I don't get when people are like, oh, yeah, but I, I know it's terrible, but what are we going to do without them? A live in peace and harmony? I mean, yeah. it can't be any worse than this. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be all rainbows and roses and unicorns, but... Reach out to your Manicus friends. Yeah. Anytime you prohibit a natural market action, uh, you get a natural market reaction. Yeah, this crazy lady blowing up a house full of cats. Right, because the market was not allowed to, you know, take care of its business in a in a routine fashion. Well, okay, so it, that may have been the reason why they weren't able to evict her sooner. But are you suggesting that if they were able to evict her in a similar fashion three years ago, she wouldn't have responded the same way? It's possible. Okay. I mean, she might have gotten substantially crazier. In, the in that years? past three years. Okay. I mean, it doesn't sound like she became any more sane. All right. Well, I mean, the thing is, is uh, it's supposed to be an exchange, right? Renting property is understood. And so if they allude to, they don't come out straight out and say it, but they allude to that she was there living rent free. Okay. If that's the case, you know, or somehow like, you know, some sort of benefits for paying her rent or that kind of a thing. Uh, if that's the case, without the homeowner's agreement and consent, uh, the state has screwed the pooch, as it were, in this scenario. Right. Okay? The state. Anytime the state disallows market action to continue uh, is a bad thing for the market, is what I'm getting at. I'm not disagreeing with that. All I'm saying is her her response doesn't seem to have any bearing on the market activities in this case it doesn't seem to i suspect that there was a little bit more uh behind the story that you know they haven't uncovered yet right uh, 
but Catwoman go boom. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really what happened here. You don't do this kind of thing unless, I mean, you're you're either vindictive, right? And you're like, they'll see what it's like to live without me when I'm gone, right? Or they do it because they don't feel they have a way out. Which is a tragic situation. Right. Yeah. But then, okay, so not from the state's perspective, but from the landlord's perspective. Yeah. And any landlord. Yeah. Right? Doesn't it not behoove you to be a little bit compassionate whilst removing someone from your home? Of course. Right? To avoid situations like this or vindictive behavior, right? Where they trash the place on the way out because screw you. Yeah. Right. Right? So... So Maybe what's, what's the question there? Uh, it wasn't a question. Oh. Again, just lamenting. Lamenting. Yeah. Like a lamental illness? Oh. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Something, you know, this story really gives me like meth vibes. I really feel like she was probably high on some <sighs> sort of substance. Catnip. It would explain the explosion, but. Well, she, they said she shouldn't turn mm-hmm. on the gas. That's what they said. It's yeah. true. Yeah. But we've seen. I don't know. It's just like 24 cats like this. plus How? this lady, like. Trying to kill herself and setting the house on fire. It's just like. How bad does your life have to be, though, for you to consider that as an option? I mean, it, it's the the thing with that is as far as suicide and self-harm is concerned, it doesn't really, you know, like how bad is the life? It's all the pers- person's perspective. Yeah. Of their life. So their life could be great from the outside. We could, oh, I would be, if I had what you had and your job and your life, I'd be so happy. Right. But if they're depressed or they have some sort of chemical imbalance in their brain or whatever it might be, it doesn't really matter, you know? And a lot of it is just mental illness. What would it take for you to blow up your house? I don't know. Probably... I, I couldn't even think of a reason to because it just doesn't make like, sense to me. Like I would I could, and I wouldn't blow up anyone else's house either. Like you know? five Krispy Kreme donuts. I could see something like uh, I don't know something like uh, who's the guy with the kill dozer? Niemeyer. Yeah, Marvin. Right? I could see something like hey Heemeyer. Uh, Heemeyer, thank you. Yeah, I could see something like uh, uh, states coming to you know confiscate your land, eminent domain, or you know one of these scams where they yeah like oh uh, you, you know, can't have oh this. we're gonna build an off ramp yeah. to the freeway and yeah we're just gonna take your land, you know, maybe they offer yeah, you, you know, some kind of a thing or whatever. Uh, and you'd lived your whole life there or maybe you didn't, whatever. It's your home, right? It doesn't even matter how long you live there. It's your home. Uh, if they were just going to take it, I, I might go to an extent of making it as difficult as possible to tear down. Yeah. Uh, you know, I might not go to this extreme where like, I'm going to blow it up, but it depends, right? I might Landmines and mercury in the soil. I might take some action uh, if I don't agree with their decision to take my home from me. And I'll go back to the prepper part earlier. Make sure you have collective defense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Otherwise, they will take it from you easily. And multiple locations that you can potentially bug out to if necessary. Well, and then go back and replay. Yeah. We are out of time. Thank you to all of our callers, all of our listeners, all of our hosts, Richie Rich, Nikki. Thank you. Thanks, Captain. Well, if you missed any part of the show, find the archives at freetalklive.com. Thank you and peace. <laughs>